stand by for pre-show banter. Hello. Hello. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm alright, eating chocolate, you know. Yeah, you sipping on some beverages? Not tonight, no, I'm working oh, tomorrow. Oh man, it was so much fun when you were all soused. Well, you got to be sober for the game of the year show, that's what <laughs> I say. you don't, what are you talking about? It's true, got to be sober. Where do I put this? I'm going to put it here, on the side mm-hmm. of this. I can't put it there, what the what? Here, I'll put it right next to it. <coughs> Hello. How chocolates are you eating? Hello. 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 That's a slightly different sound effect. Well, yeah. Have you upgraded, or have you just found a new one? Oh, I've had that. I just don't use it very often. I also have this. Hello! Which has a video game sound behind it. I just don't use those very much, for whatever reason. I see. Where is that from? Uh, Double. The Double cartoons. Double, and Double, and Double doo Okay. You're just weird. <laughs> Yes, I am just weird. I'm proud I'll to be weird. I'll take your word for it. Word up. So, are we ready to start? I don't know. I'm eating sweets. That's probably not good for starting. Chinny, are you ready to start? You drunk, you again. I might, but no, I'm not at all, no. You gotta be sober for the game of the year show. Yeah, man, you gotta be like on point and sort of know what you're doing and stuff. Yeah, right. As what does that even mean? What does that even mean? This show is no more important than the last show we did. All shows are important equally. Well, that's what I'm I saying. No, that's I said I agree. Okay, I just said then. I agree. So it doesn't matter if you're drunk now or last week. Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> right. So we're ready to start then. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. I think. Let's why. start I the motherfucking know. show, bitch. Start. Yeah. Ha <laughs> I am recording. Yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, how the fellas will tell you about every single game that you play this week. Don't make me break my foot off in your ass. Stew story time and Jimmy's game breakers. Here comes Duke with the sound by saviors. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. Is today's hectic lifestyle making you tense and impatient? Shut up and get to the point! Switch that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. I like the beats and shouting! Keeping it real! Hello and welcome to episode 417. Of the Veteran Gamers Podcast Game of the Year, oh yeah. Baby. Game of the Year Edition! I'm Duke! I'm Stu! Should be a pretty short show, really. <laughs> of course it will. Oh, I get no. it! I get jokes! 
I guess it depends how many games you played this year that came out this year. Nah, because for... in Chinny's mind, there's only one game of the year. And it's not tough to deliberate on. I'm hearing this. I'm hearing this. Yeah. So welcome, everybody. Yeah, hello. Hey. We're live. Um, we're not veterans of the military. We're veterans of the gaming lifestyle, just for those who don't know. We also stream on the internet, on YouTube and Twitch. Every week. For some reason. I'm, usually. I'm mixer. I'm mixer. Don't forget Mixer. Usually on a Sunday. Oh, God. We already have a cringe. Oh, what are we going to do? Somebody's saying cringe. 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 That's like a dumb, I hate that phrase. Because if you do something that's original or creative or fun or meant to be silly or whatever, people will just be like, cringe. And it's meant to be like, well, I hate everything that's not what I think is funny, so therefore you suck. It's such a negative, nasty thing to put out in the world. So I don't well, know who you dude, are, human zombie, why are you but being I hate so you. so cringe for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, stop being cringe. cringe. Mega uh, cringe. cringe. You're just like, total cringe. See, what is cringe? What, what, what is this cringe? This show? This show's total cringe. It's cringe totes. I asked if you wanted the door closed, Duchess. You said you didn't care. I'm loud. Thank you for taking the dishes. I'm a loud person. What do you want? You knew this when you married me. (laughs) She knows it. Yeah, I'm louder now than I was when we married. I don't know. Go ahead. Ask away. Can I ask you, Duke, does she walk around with ear protectors on most of the time? You know, like the guys who... No, because like, most of the time I don't have to yell and scream to be heard over Skype. You know, like... Brrr, brrr, you know, all that malarkey. I don't know what that is. What was that you're doing? It's a jackhammer, man. It's what they used to do, you know, oh, road work. I didn't realize stuff. that was supposed to be a jackhammer. It sounded like a good like number phone. of things. <laughs> what, on silent? <laughs> like, yeah, it sounded like a phone. No, it like a normal no. telephone. Brrr, exactly. You know, there you go. It was close. Yeah, well, no, I do not. She does not wear ear protection. That's what I think she needs. Yeah. Huh? Well, thank yeah. you for your. Uh, by the way, before we before we get into this shit. Yeah. Right? Game of the year discussion coming soon, people. It is, yeah. But I went to Arcade Club, the new version. Arcade Club on, live. On Saturday. Yeah. And it's, it's very, very good. Oh, yeah, huh? What's the most exciting thing you had there? Uh, do you know what I played there? Shall I tell you what I played? Tell us, tell us. I played PUBG for life. PUBG. What? That's what I played. Why <laughs> did you play PUBG at the it arcade, arcade classic? Because you can't <laughs> play it anywhere else. Well, I can. Not at, not at that sort of level, because they had uh, really shit hot PCs with 1080 uh, graphics cards in and shit. Oh. So, so they were super quick, and it was set at uh, 4K resolution. Super quick. On some, on some very nice 4K monitors. So, oh, yeah. Uh, see, we were playing Sexy it like slick. It was slick. Um, but what was kind of funny, what was quite funny, even though we were playing it slick, slick, on 4K monitors with a really shit hot PC, it still it still sort of slowed down every now and again. Well, yeah. on a 4K monitor, mate. Yeah, I guess. You Maybe haven't it was just played PUBG it. unless you played it on a too far, 4K too far. Um, but we were play we played the new desert map. Oh yeah. So this is your first time actually playing it, then, Stu. It is the first time I actually got so into. So what, what are your impressions then? What do you think? 
It's alright. Uh oh. Shots fired. Uh oh. Shots fired! You're gonna make me so angry that you wanna make me play PUBG while we do the show. (laughs) Out of spite. (laughs) That was the problem though. That's pathetic playing a game while we're supposed to be podcasting. That that soundbite was rather apt. Oh, because you shot some people. Did you get a kill? No, because I got shot plenty of times. I didn't get a kill on anything. I just got shot. <laughs> How many games did you play? Uh, about three. You played three, three games and you didn't get one kill? Even I got a kill in my first three games. I didn't find anyone the first two times and then suddenly got shot by somebody. Yeah, I'm no. just playing. I'm just playing. It's it's a tricky game to get the hang of, I think. I don't know when uh, I got my first kill, but... There is kind of a learning curve. There is a learning curve. And you don't play well, a lot of shooters in general these days, Stu. Not online shooters. Not really, no. Probably really. that's part of the problem. Uh, but what's really cool, they've got about 12, of, uh, 12 PCs set up on one side and then probably about another six or eight on the other side of the room. Um, so they've got those. And then in the middle, they've got all arcade machines. Uh, S game I played, actually, was a weird Japanese game. Oh, yeah. Weird enough. And it was like Guitar Hero, but with giant bongo drums. Oh, nice. It was very cool. Sounds great. So, and you could play two players. So Sean Feng Chui and I were, uh, went. And they had these giant bongo drums, right? And you have these giant drumsticks. And the bongo drums set up in like two halves, like left and right. And then you can hit the rim as well. Oh, so you just sweet. basically, it's like, just like Guitar Hero, notes or bongo hits come on the screen. You have to, you know, correspond to what you're showing you on the screen. Yeah. But it's to, like, marching band music. Ooh, so you got to be precise. Uh, yeah, it was so, so cool. We played loads of that. We played that for about a half an hour, three quarters of an hour straight. And we have some audio of you playing that game right here. Damn, you're going pretty fast. That's a good job. There you go. So the so it's over two levels now. So it's there's an upstairs and a downstairs. It's in like an old cotton mill. Why do you think so Bongo Hero is the best game ever, Chinny? That doesn't make it, sense. I don't know. I don't know. It was it was just cool. It was fun, man. It was just addictive. That's cool. I'm glad to hear it. Was it was addictive. Uh, so we played that, and then upstairs you've got more modern stuff. So upstairs you've got all the PC set up. They've got uh, VR rigs set up. We've got about four VR setups. Oh, by the way, I totally forgot to play this. What you been playing? I didn't realize we were going to be doing this segment on the show. Well, not really. Well, we are, because you're talking about what you've been playing, so therefore, this is the what you've been playing segment. More of a, it's more of a story time, dude. <laughs> it's it's story like time, both, dude. really. It's more of a story time. It's really uh, both. But, but they have four VR headsets set up as well, so you can play VR. And they had two of them were on, like, full-on racing rigs with steering wheel pedals. (laughs) And they had Project Cars 2 running on that. And that is so weird. Why is it weird? It's it's just so weird. You sit down, it's like you're in the car, and the first time (laughs) I stood down... Driving simulator where it feels like you're in a car? Slow down. Nobody really does feel like you're in the car. I believe I mean, you. Not, I just don't understand why that's a tall order. Well, it's weird when you spin out and you, you're tense because you think you're about to crash into a barrier for real. Uh-huh. So Your that, mind that makes it real. Odd. It's the Matrix. 
Yeah, the first time it happened, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not oh, really in a car, so it's, it's all cool. Yeah. Uh, but it is very immersive and very odd. Well, all right. But, but kind of cool at the same time. So we played a bit of that. And then there was a game that came out on iOS called Groove Coaster. I don't know oh. whether you remember this. He had like a little Pac-Man nope. or uh, not Pac-Man, sorry, a Space Invader. That I he think had you're to control along the line and he played the, like cool house tunes. <laughs> but they had a full-on arcade version of this that presumably again was imported from Japan. Yeah, uh, and that was super cool. All the best so games really, are really cool as well. So upstairs, yeah, kind of loads of modern stuff mixed in with a little bit of older stuff. Yeah, and at the bar now they've got a bar that serves Ooh. alcohol and all that kind of stuff. Glug glug glug. And they serve food, so they have like grub. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, and then downstairs there's like a really massive room that just has all the like original arcade machines in and pinball machines and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it but it was very very busy, so uh-huh. they're, they're obviously doing all right. I guess so. so doing all right. So he's teamed up with another guy who's also a collector. Uh, so that's so that's what's happened, and then they've got together, started like the a collector. New I a am new the collector, uh, and it's huge huge and it's uh, really really good so i reckon in the new year chini we need to think about having another meetup there yeah is it by where you live uh, no it's further <laughs> listen to away the excitement now. coursing it's through near, chini it's nearer to manchester now it's a place called bury so okay. it's kind of bury near manchester so it's a little bit further away but uh yeah it's cool so, yeah, need to have a look at that, see if we can set that up yeah. in the new year. We, well, I'll tell you what, I'll do nothing and you arrange it all. And we'll <laughs> I know, see. that's what happened last time. But this time, to be fair, it's so, it's so big, we can just turn up. I don't think we need to book or any of that bollocks. You know yeah. what I mean? Are you just gonna, turn up to the, Wait, are you going to turn also down? My turn, turn down. Turn down. So, I mean, we just need to set a date, I guess. That sounds like a lot of work. It does, does sound like a lot day. of work. Get people to come. <laughs> but we day, believe you have the ability to do it, Stu. You, you're an industrious to, person. Well, well, we you need can to check sort it. that out. We need to check when people are available. No, you can They're available when whenever. Available. When do you want them to be available? Well, I don't know. I need to know when Chini's available. That would be useful. Mm, depends. depends. I've been in this hangar, by the way. That's on the screen now, picking shit up. I've been. All right. Yeah, yeah, this is this is definitely a pre-recorded video. Yeah, yeah, but I was in this <laughs> hangar picking up shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's lots of hangers that look like shit, this stew in the game. There's not. No, just no one. it's definitely this one. It was definitely this one. I can tell. Okay. There are. This is this is my rifle. There are many like it, but this is yeah. Mine. That that gun there, I picked that exact gun up. Yeah. And then I got shot at in the face. Yeah, no, that's what that's what happens in this game. The, the funniest kill that happened, actually, we were just wandering along minding our own business on the top of a hill. Uh, and minding your own nowhere, business. I'm sorry, what does that look like in PUBG? You weren't planning on killing anyone. You were just out just for a nonchalancy, walking along, doing nothing to anyone. You know, we weren't bothering anybody. We're just walking on a hill. Uh-huh. And the next thing, some sort of car came flying up, which we didn't even see coming, and just hit the person behind me, and they just disappeared, which was kind of funny. It was a little bit like the moment out of Final Destination with the bus. Ah. Yeah. Spoilers. So it was literally Some like that. Haven't I, seen started, 
One minute the person was there, the next minute they were just gone. <laughs> you don't get, get that in the, 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 the fucking disappearance of Doreen Boswell, would you? No, no, you wouldn't get that in the disappearance of Doreen Boswell or whatever no. that is. So, you uh, know, those like weird and shit games that you like, you wouldn't get those kind of moments in those games. No, you, no, you wouldn't get the Final Destination recreated with a some sort of four by four. Definitely not. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty cool. It was all right. So actually. it's the but, best game ever. I don't think it's not for me, but I can understand why for a lot of people it may be. You know, I can understand the appeal. So, as we're talking about this game, Chinny, how's how's the challenge going then? Uh, not very well. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. By the way, we didn't establish what you had to do, did we? What do you mean, what do I have to do? If you lost, if you didn't manage to get your chicken Fuck dinner. Fuck you, you, that's what that's what right. I have. <laughs> I have to live with the shame. Yeah, that is a lot of shame. I don't, I don't think we need anything other than that. No, 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 no. I don't think this is how it works at all. No, no, no. So, I will think up, I will think up a suitable... I will think <laughs> And we'll sort that out. I don't think you can get clean Scott away from this. Um so yeah, let's shall we shall we get into this? Have you do anything you guys want to talk about before we start getting Yeah, I wanna give a special shout out. Oh yeah. It's time for a shout out. Hey to Sumu, aka Rick Chan- Sanchez, cause he awarded me a game that if I had gotten it last year and played it last year, it would have been my game of the year. And it came out in November of last year, so it really should count as this game of the year, but it can't. So I'm just going to say I am loving Planet Coaster. I've seen you play this a lot. Holy crap. It's so addicting. I I like that word. Good word. Good word. It's so good. Have you played this, Chinny? Uh, no, I've been gifted it as well oh. by Sumu, and I and, and it was on my wish list, which I think is why you gifted me. Well, yeah. It's totally my bag if you get my drift. Yeah, and it's so good. It's intuitive controls. It's hard to figure out how to make money, so I've been struggling with that. Because every time I think I figured it out, like my profits will just spike and then go down, and I'm like, nah. But it's just so much fun, and it's there's all these options, and you can design stuff. I haven't even designed my own roller coasters yet. I've just been using all the pre-made stuff. But it's so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. So thank you, Sumu. You rock. Yeah, Sumo must like me better than you two. Why? What did he yeah. give you? Because he, he gifted me two games, not one, but yeah, two. Yeah, but probably two shit games that cost $2 each. Don't be so rude. Do you know what? I have to I have to remember I need to update my wish list because I've nothing left on it now. So, Am I you wrong? Know, if people want to buy me shit, there's not going to be anything on there to buy. Am I wrong? No, actually, I got uh, one game called Dreams. Um, which I've had on there for a while, which is kind of a cool puzzle game. Sounds like it's about um, two dollars. Yeah, That's and I, and I also have. I had a horror game called Daylight on so it. So that was also two dollars. Cool. So I was right that he got you the same equivalent money spent as he got for us. It's not about the cash; it's about the. Well, what are you bragging about? There. He gave you two games then. Exactly, and you two only got one. Doesn't matter how much. It and we got two. We each got a good game, and you got two dumb games. <laughs> that's not very nice after, you're right you know, I'm not very nice I'm a, a mean gift. person uh, so um, anyway I will get around to playing those in the new year uh, but yes thank you to Sumu also you, you know very kind, isn't everybody should buy us games man. actually not necessarily if you want to okay but if you don't want to that's okay too yeah everyone should just buy us games eh. mm. just you that know. would uh, that would help a lot 
Yeah, we could talk about more stuff every week if people bought us more do you games. Want, do you want me to talk about how shit Persona 5 is or, <laughs> or whatever? Point me. Yeah, I'm the PS4 to Don't play buy it Shiny Persona yeah, but, 5. That would be a yeah, bad yeah. use of money. Buy me a, yeah, buy me a PS4 as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone should definitely do that. Buy Chini a PS4. Uh, Uncharted 4. Don't think, oh no, Chini won't accept it because he's too good for that. No, I'm not. <laughs> He'll definitely take it. He'll take I'll, it, won't I'll, you? I'll whip it at your hands, mate. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Before the dust has settled, it'll be gone. Mm-hmm. Where it is will, the custodian to clean up this vomit? What? What am I paying y'all for? What are you talking about? There's what vomit. You have to, okay. So one of the things in this You're game You're still playing is, Planet Coaster, aren't you? Of course I am. The, oh, many okay. guests are trapped in the park. What are you talking about? Can you not play video games while podcasting, please? Whatever, PUBG. Um, I'm not playing PUBG. This is a pre-recorded video. Yeah. So one of the things you have to watch out for is um, what what guests say when they're in your park. And one of the things they'll say sometimes is, ooh, I stepped in sick. So what you have to do is you have to make sure you have enough custodians to clean up the vomit that occasionally happens when you have rides that are, um, what? Nausea-inducing, let's say. Yes. Right. So can I just say, can I just say, in my life I've been to many theme parks. Yes. Where they have said roller coasters. Yes. And do you know how many times in all of those years that I've stepped in vomit? How many? Never, never. It's never happened. Well, you're, you're the theme parks you attend have better custodial staffs. They don't have custodial staff. People just generally don't vomit on roller coasters. Well, not well, that you so see. I've seen somebody vomit on a roller coaster. Have you? Yep. I've seen people vomit on the waltzer. Now, that's a different thing altogether. <laughs> like that. No, I, I, it, was, it used to be called the PlayStation back then in Blackpool. Oh, the thing that goes just goes up and down really fast. Yeah, I was in the queue for that. Somebody vomited at the top. <laughs> Brilliant. Did it splatter everybody underneath? No, but it was gross. And I said yeah. to my dad, Daddy, I don't think I want to go on this ride anymore. I don't want to go on the PlayStation. I don't want to vomit. Um, yes, I've seen someone vomit on the waltzer, you know, when the local fur comes. Have you ever seen that happen, Ginny? No. no you, I I'm assuming you've been on the waltzer, though. Yeah, because I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, and then some some dodgy carny. I don't know whether that's politically correct anymore. Not really, uh, mate. I don't think that's really a political group, the carnies. Anyway, some dodgy carny would always come up and like, you want to spin it faster? I'll spin it faster for you. And they would do this weird thing where they would sway backwards with the momentum and then spin it as it hit the hump. So it would go the opposite way. And that, that usually did it. So if someone was already feeling a bit queasy, that was the moment it would happen. And because of the spin, the vomit would kind of go everywhere. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty vile. Pretty vile, That's but pretty there vile. you go. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anything else from anyone before we get into games? Well, uh, Fraser's just come into the chat year. and... Fraser's just come into the chat and says that roller coaster game sounds amazing. I think there's a hint of sarcasm in his tone there. I don't know what to uh, tell you, Fraser. I'm not trying to impress you. I'm trying to play games that I like, and I like this roller coaster game, so shut up. My uh, theme park is awesome. You would have a good time there, Fraser. He's okay. off to play PUBG. Cause, you can hate uh, all you want. It's a real game. Um, no, I'm, no, I haven't got anything else to talk about. Nope. 
I'm just really into this pre-recorded video. PUBG it's a good moment. video. It looks like I don't know. <laughs> it does. Is that a pre-recorded video of you playing, or is this someone else playing? Because they look like they're really, really good. So I can't imagine it's you. No, it can't be me then. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's time for the games of the year. Ba ba bum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bro. That, <laughs> I don't know. What I don't it have is, a, I don't have a jingle, so I don't know what to do. That that was shit. I don't well, know what you it do is, a jingle a then. Shit. I don't know. I haven't got a jingle. You're well, the jingle then shut person. up. Don't criticize mine. Well, it wasn't a jingle. It was just you. <laughs> what is a jingle? Anything can be a jingle. I know, right? I guess. Don't hate. Celebrate. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm cranking up the prices uh, anyway, on this let's, shit. How are we going to do this, and Are we going to get gonna straight go into round the three? Are we going to talk a bit about what else we'd play before we get into our top three? What are we going to do? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. The, do a grab bag of other things we've played before we get to our top three. I like that. I like it. Right. Uh, who's going first, and Let's do I'll a go round first. robin. I'll go first. Go on, talk. Yeah. Go on. Uh, the three games in my top three are the only ones I've no. played this year that came out this year, so I don't have anything to say about anything else. Jesus Christ almighty. What, do you want me to lie? No. Okay, then. You can talk about stuff that didn't come out this year that you played this year if you want. Planet Coaster is awesome. I love Planet Coaster. (laughs) So what's your your favorite thing about Planet Coaster? My favorite thing about Planet Coaster is like when I finally get all the systems to work right. Like I figured out how to make a food court and I figured out where to put the bathrooms and I figured out like how to decorate. You know, if you make the, the... queue area leading to a ride if you make it look nice people are more likely to go on that ride so like when i figure that out like just i don't know that's the satisfying thing about a strategy game right now i must say the version i'm playing so there's there's scenarios you can do a sandbox or you can play like career mode right and career mode you have a certain amount of money you have to manage it right it's it's not really about the rides at that point you know what i mean it's about making money and I don't really cash. care about making money, so I need to set it to easier or whatever. I need to do things to... Well, the bi- businessman would love to... Yeah, exactly. I'm not a businessman, so it's just like, whatever, I don't know. And and the other thing about it that's frustrating, and I know you didn't ask me about this, but I'm going to tell you, is that like I have a lot of employees, and some of them are mad because there's too much work to do. Others are mad because there's not enough work to do. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. If I hire more people, then people get mad because it's not enough work. And they're bored. If I hire fewer people, then they get mad that there's, you know, too much work to do. So I don't know what to do in terms of making everybody happy. Stu, well, as somebody well. who – no, Duke, right, whatever, one of you, one of you <laughs> guys, right, as somebody who employs, yeah. employs people in real life, yeah. no matter what you do – they're never happy. I know, so but that gets away yeah, my profits. Then that's my point. To give you grief all day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what they do, man. They, you you try and give them the moon on a stick, and they'd still be unhappy. Well, I don't know that I would want a moon on a stick, but okay. I don't know. I, I think point, that'd be kind of cool. I know what you mean. It would be kind of cool. But yeah, if you if you you sort of that's the whole thing with people. People like to moan and whinge about stuff. That's Apparently. what people do. Well, I don't want that in my video games. Yeah, but that's like real life. That's what people do. I don't that's want games to I'm be sure. like real life. I'm sure you moan about work all the time. Of course I do. That's what that's exactly. what, that's so what that's makes what me a fun person so to you be around. used to this because you do it yourself. It's not that I'm not used to it. It's that it's annoying in the game. I don't want it in my games. Um, but you want all the other simulator. You want to wipe up sick. 
I don't mind doing that because I don't have to do it. <laughs> Some weird reason. But you don't want people moaning because you're giving them shit jobs to do. I wish I could hire a park do, manager. Many jobs to do or whatever. If I could hire a park manager, then I wouldn't have to deal with these stupid employees. See, yeah, I wish I didn't have to deal with employees at all. I just want to design. I want to design the park. I want to you know move stuff around. I want to decide what goes where. I want to engineer the park. I don't want to manage it. Surely there's a mode for that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe. I'm too lazy. I thought you said it. there was a Saturn box mode where you don't have to do. Yeah, any there is, the but shit. I don't know. There's something about. That's the thing is that like I'm 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 fickle because so I want. So let's get it straight. You want to wipe up vomit, but you don't want any of the other stuff. I, look, I don't have to wipe it up. I send a custodian to do it. All right. So you want a custodian to wipe up your vomit, but you don't want any of the other stuff. Yeah. So did he vomit in sandbox mode? Is that still a problem? I don't know. That's a good question. You don't even know, do you? You've no, not even I tried not. out this other mode to see if you like it. I haven't. That's true. And that's a testament to the regular mode because it's so awesome that I'm like, I don't even care, man. I would imagine that that what you described earlier is like just doing designing and engineering the part without any of the other bollocks is probably what the sandbox mode is. Yeah, maybe. Uh. <laughs> you know, maybe give it a go and see what you think. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Oh, okay. I need to move this guy. Okay. Any other games you played this year that didn't necessarily come out this year? Because I am trying to fill in a bit and get you to talk about something else other than your top three. I don't think so. I was looking through the list this. of games that came out this year, and it's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing you played Rocket League, but we don't want to talk well, about yeah. that. yeah, and no, you don't. And Fallout 4, and oh, potentially yeah. Skyrim. Did Fallout 4, the DLC, come out this year, or was that last year? No, that was last year. In okay. fact, it might be two years ago when that came out. Uh, it's know. a while ago. It yes. definitely wasn't this year. Okay, so, yeah. well then, I have That's... nothing else to say. You have nothing else to say. What about you, Chini? Other games other than your top three? Uh, uh, honorable mentions, etc. Honorable mentions? Uh... Uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, yes, I agree. That's very well said. I don't have many because I've been doing the Dirty 30, haven't I? So That's true. Yeah, but you played more than presumably just your top three. I'm sure you played I suppose those. the only game that I played that's come out this year that isn't in my top three is Call of Duty World War Two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I... By the way, I played that as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, I played that on the PC. On the PCs, man, I played the opening levels. So I played, like, the, you know, the storming of the beach and all that bollocks and clearing out the bunkers. Yeah. It's not a very good part of the game. No, it was a bit frustrating and a bit annoying. The, the beach thing was a bit annoying because it was literally just hide here for a little bit, then run, 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 hide for again. Run, 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 hide. Oh, blown up. Oh, do it again. Yep, yep, that was pretty much it. That sounds like yeah, a Call of Duty to, game. Yeah, you just had to kind of find the right route. Once you knew the route, it wasn't too bad, but it was it was rinse repeat until you worked out which direction you had to head in. Kind yeah, it's of. not very. It's, I, I was I was very underwhelmed by that part. I thought it'd be brilliant, but it wasn't. Um, the, the, the initial bit of it was kind of cool on the on the boats heading there. I thought that was kind of interesting. Not really, you've seen it a thousand times. It's kind of yeah. it's, Call of Duty World War Two is one is. He's one of those things that, you know, when you think you know what you want, 
and then you get it and you go actually no i don't want this at all no, i don't want this i mean it, it kind of was like that it, it really did ape saving private ryan really didn't they that's what it looked like more than anything else Every every game set in World War Two wants to be saved Private Ryan. That's what it's all about. Oh well, yeah, it is. Um, it, is. it is true. It's been done, and it's boring. Uh, yeah, it's not the best honourable mention, if I'm being honest. Uh, I don't think I've played anything else that's coming out this year that that's not in my top three. Jesus Christ! Thank God for me. That's all I'm saying here. Yeah, but like your your games are like oh the tissue blew over. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I know, oh, tissue blow was a great game. What are you talking aren't. about? I think you'll find the arm when I start talking I about. I love them, tissue actually. blow. Don't talk shit about tissue blow. Because the first Try one me. I'm going to mention is a rather little game called Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, the tissue, the the the, the, the maggots in the bowl game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the no. maggots in the bowl game. Is that what you're calling this? Yeah. No, the, the reason why I haven't played big games is because my Dirty 30, so fuck off. No, I get that. I get that. But Duke hasn't got that excuse. Well, I no. look, I, you knew this when you signed me up for this podcast. <laughs> I, I play the games I, I like to play. I'm not going to rush out and buy the latest stuff just because it's new. I'm sorry. That's I know that's what some people tune into podcasts for, and I'm sorry if I disappoint you in that regard. But I don't know what to tell you. Like I, That's not me. I don't do that. Hey, by the way, you did play something else, Duke, this year. What? That came this year. What? Legend of Zelda. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know, but, but I've already said what I need to say. and uh, It's a good game. It's just not my game because it's the type of thing where you're, you know, your weapon breaks a lot and there were certain mechanics I didn't like and it was very difficult. So, you know, I can appreciate it as a work of art, but it's just not my jam. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, I'll come to that later. Okay. But uh, let's do, do some honourable mentions. So first of all, Resident Evil 7 has definitely got to be up there. Yeah. Um, and the main reason for this for me was because Resident Evil 6, although I never played it, was universally slated by most people, you know, as being a bit shit. Yeah. Uh, 5 was, wasn't. I mean, yeah. Did you, did you actually play this, Ginny? Yeah. Yeah, I think I thought I vaguely remembered you saying that you played it. Um, I mean, we played five together, Chini, all those years ago. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, vaguely. But I, remember I, I think it, yeah. we did the last boss together. I very, I vaguely remember doing that. Um, which was, I thought five was all right actually. I quite enjoyed five, but six was meant to be a bit shit, so I never played that. Uh, and seven, you know, they went first person, which obviously Resident Evil has never done before. Mm-hmm. And it worked. It worked pretty well, I've got to say. It's it's interesting, Resident Evil 7, because for the first probably three or four hours of the game, you forget it's a Resident Evil game. Because it's uh, obviously set more like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre house, basically. And you're there to look for your missing girlfriend, and shit goes down. So why didn't this make your top three? Because as great as it was, and it was really, really great, I thought the very end just slightly let it down. I don't think the ending was quite as 
Good as I was hoping for. And I think the trouble is I played better games this year. I mean, let's just from the outset say this year has been a really great year for games. Yeah. Oh, I remember the game that I didn't talk about yet, by the way. And it's not in my top three. Sorry, go ahead. I'll talk about it later. So if you no, well, you can. I mean, there's not a lot else to say about Resident Evil 7. If you haven't played it yet, uh, you do need to go out and get it. And it's been really cheap recently. You know, sub 20 quid, around 15 pounds. Well worth every penny at that price. Check it out, people. Uh, Come on, what are you waiting yeah, for? Yeah, if, if you've got VR, if you've got the VR headset, you can play this fully in VR. I've played a bit of it in VR, and it is pretty different and pretty shit scary in VR. It's uh, very much more up close and personal, shall we say? Yeah. So yeah, if, you, if you've never played this, go and get it now because, it's, like I say, it's cheap, pretty cheap everywhere. I'm sorry so that you go. died, Chinny. Uh, yeah, I did die. Um, so now Salah chicken dinner. She'd so be yeah. happy to know. Uh, good. Yeah, I I do want to play Resident Evil Seven. It is on my games I want to get done. But uh, I don't know. Just it's just been a difficult year with the dirty thirty stuff to fit it all in. And you haven't quite done the dirty thirty, have you? Really? No, I got it over halfway, and that's uh, eighteen, and that's about it. Damn um, you, Rocket yeah. League! It's faulted. PUBG! Yeah, PUBG. Oh, PUBG. Screwed it all up. Rocket League. Yeah. Really? It did. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to play PUBG, yeah. I'd, I'd be alright, but. Yeah. But then I, I wouldn't be staying on all those hours of fun. Yeah. See, that's yeah. the thing, man. So anyway, I mean, fun geez, games are fun. Else, what, yeah, fun is fun. A, that's that's uh, what it's all about. Why, yeah. why should I play stuff that. You know, yeah, force yourself really to play games that you're not so excited about because of other stuff that, you, you know, meanwhile, you have other stuff you do want to play. Um, yeah. So the game that I forgot about was Yonder, uh, the Cloud Catcher Chronicles. That came out this year, and it's really good. I only played it for a little bit, but it's very well done. It's like Zelda Breath of the Wild without the combat, which I know people are like, what? What are you talking about? That sucks. But it's a nice change of pace. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's about... Building stuff, it's a bit, not not too much building, but you know you're renovating a farm in a way, although that's not a major part of the game. Um, it's about you know helping people find lost objects and stuff like that. It's a very cutesy, child-friendly game, um, but I thought they did a very good job with it. So I wanted to give a shout out to Yonder, the Cloud Catcher Chronicles. If you want something lighthearted, very laid back, very uh, beautiful, the graphics are amazing. Uh, check out Yonder, the Cloud Catcher Chronicles. Yonder. Yonder. See, see, you did play something other than uh, what you thought. That's right. That's right. Because I went through my Steam library and I was like, ooh, there's some stuff I played. Came out this year. I should also say Cook, Serve, Delicious is a great game and the sequel to that came out this year, but I haven't played it, so I can't say anything about it. Can do. Um, My second honorable mention has to go to Night in the Woods. Yeah. Or depression simulator, Ooh. as I like to call it. Yeah. <laughs> because that's that's Is really that listening what... to listening to this show? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Or listening to this show where I'm talking about night in the woods. Mm. <laughs> that, 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 that double whammy. Mm. Um but yeah, night in the woods, you know what though? It's a very depressing game because it's literally about, you know, a kid that comes home from college and nothing's changed you know where she used to live is still the same people are still doing the same things everybody's out of work factories closed down 
you know, it's a depressing place and, you know, people are getting together to relive old times, I guess, and that's what you do in the game. So you sort of get together with your friends that you used to hang around with and you go out and have a coffee or whatever, get together in a little cafe, and when you come outside, you find a severed arm. And that's how the game begins, really. That's how the story starts. That sounds great. And you poke it with a stick, which is rather amusing. Well, yeah. What else are you going to do with a severed arm? Exactly. Poke it with a stick, see what happens. Use it to vote Um, in 12 Angry Men. Hello, my friend Garrett will get that joke, but he's not listening. But it is a cool. It has got a soft center, and that's the cool thing about Night in the Woods. And it is about deciding who you want to hang out with and who you want to spend more time with in the game and build those relationships with those people again. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of cool and it's very natural. And it's weird because all the obviously all the characters are animals, so it's it is a kind of um, odd looking game. Very nice art style. Very nice art style, but a little bit odd. Um, but it's cool. There's all these quirky characters around the town that you bump into every day. And there's a guy who sits on his front porch every day. And when you walk past, he tells you his poems. So he tells you his new poems that he's written the day before. So you get a new one every time you pass him. Poems? Poems. Yes. Poems. Oh, poems. on a Grecian urn. Yeah. Yeah. So That's that happens all the time. You do some stealing. You get into trouble. Ooh. And there's some weird ghost story thing going on. So there's yeah. weird supernatural undertones. Um, I don't know how to recommend this game, though. It's a really hard game to recommend to people. Don't. Because, yeah, no, no, but you, people should play this. It might be interesting. Just don't. Just don't. But, but as cool as it is, it's hard to recommend to people with a mental condition or if you're depressed already because I really do believe... If you're already in that state of mind and then play this game, you'll probably be more depressed. Yeah. It is a, it is a very depressing storyline. But very well written and very cool. Chinny would hate it because there's lots of writing. Yep. So you've got to read a lot of stuff. I'm glad we understand each other. Yeah. So Night in the Woods, are definitely another recommendation. Uh, very, very cool. Um, Uncharted The Lost Legacy. I'll just mention that briefly. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Because this, you know, obviously when this was first announced, I don't think it was even going to be a standalone game. It was just going to be some sort of expansion for Uncharted Four. Yeah, and then they made it into a game on its own, and it was very cool, I have to say. So really, really good story, really fun characters, some great set pieces. In some ways, better than Uncharted Four, in my opinion. <gasps> Damn. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. I know. I know I said it. I said it right there. And, and I think part of that was because it was more compacted. So it was a little bit shorter, a little bit streamlined. And it was the pacing was really well done. So you never kind of got bored and you just sort of got on with it and shit happens. And some very, like I say, some really, really cool set pieces. So, again, it's it, and it was sort of budget price. It was 25 quid new. So I imagine to pick this up now is probably quite cheap. So Uncharted The Lost Legacy is another uh, big recommendation, really. So a huge yeah. recommendation. The floor recognizes Chinny. You haven't just got a chicken dinner. Don't even pretend. No, I played. I remember that I played a game. Oh, sweet. Oh. What game? There you go. Oh, good. We'll come to you before I mention anything else. Then. What do you play? Hey. I played another game that's not in my top 
Three. Mm. Oh, what's that? And I'm, what it is? I'm glad you prepared well. What what is that? Oh, I've got loads of notes about it and everything. I know, I can tell. Oh God, I can't wait to talk about this. It's uh, South Park Fractured Boat Home. Of course you did, yeah, and you finished it. I finished it, yeah. I haven't even finished. That's on my. I have got a list of uncompleted. Oh, I fractured that boat hole. <laughs> you did. Yeah, you uh, did. Yeah, like that. So what did you that. think? I mean, what did you think in the end? Because uh, you know, I know we talked about uh, this. We're recapping. We're going back over these things. Upon reflection, I think um, there's there's it's it suffers from sequelitis. I think where no one really expected the first South Park game to be good, um, but then it was. So everybody expected this one to be good, and it was. And that's it. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. That's... I, th- I think the difference for me is the first game had a better story. I think. Uh, I don't more think interesting. It was more interesting. What, what what is the story in the first one? The story in the first one's like an alien alien invasion thing, isn't it? From what I remember, somewhat weird like that. I can't remember, but I just what remember the story it, in the second one. I don't know, really. The story so they're the both the same you. Heroes. You can't Super remember. They're just, they're just excuses to make a lot of fucking stupid jokes. Um, the combat's better. I, I just think that like the 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 surprise wasn't there. You knew it was going to be good. Um, so you, you, you're not as shocked when you play it. But it was fun. I enjoyed it, and I was obsessed with it when it came out. I was playing it a lot. Um, yeah, it didn't take you long to finish, and I mean, I'm still halfway gosh. through, but then got sidetracked as always with other stuff. <laughs> other stuff came out, and I got sidetracked. Dave Park was the game that 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 turned like, like drove me away from PUBG. Actually, um, I had a bit of a break for about a month or so from PUBG, and it was South Park that did it. Um, but I came back. Yeah, of course you did. You can't leave PUBG forever, man. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I thought South Park was good, and I recommend it for anyone. I mean, I I don't really watch South Park, but I thought it was great. No, do you know what I think as well? I think I enjoyed the first game more because I hadn't watched an episode of South Park for probably about 15 years or something ridiculous. Yeah. So I'd, I'd completely forgot how funny South Park was, and then obviously played the first game, The Stick of Truth. And then remembered how funny it was. And it was all kind of fresh for me again because it was so long since I'd seen South Park. And I think with this game, it wasn't quite, like you said, the novelty factor wasn't quite the, the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but it's still cool. I mean, I, I, I was enjoying it up to the point I was playing it and then got sidetracked with other... Do you remember where you were in the story? No, I have no idea. I can barely remember. It would be tricky to get back to that game, mate. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll, I'll pick it up again. It'll be fine. He says, I think. I'll just forget how to do the combat and stuff. That's the problem, isn't it, with this? Combat's source. pretty simple. You just press a button. Yeah, I'll remember. It'll all be good. It'll all be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the other thing I want to mention, because I finished a game today. Oh. I finished another game uh, for this year, uh, which was Life is Strange Before the Storm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I finished the final episode of that today. Got it out of the way. It's all right, it's I guess. It's all right. 
I'm not blown away. Yeah. It's not got any. It's got some supernatural stuff, but not in the same way. You know why you're not blown um, away? Because there's no storm. It's before no, there's the no storm. storm there's no shit going down. There is shit going down, but not the same sort of shit going down. Oh snap. It's like it's like they wanted to make a soap opera. Do you know oh. what I mean? We have teenage mm. angst and stuff. Yeah. I hear you. And they've captured some of that stuff. And I did. I mean, I tried to play Chloe in the worst way possible. Yeah. So you know when you get the decisions that you have to make, I try and pick the one that most people wouldn't pick. Right. Right. And I kind of got that on a few occasions. I didn't always get it right, but I got it, I got it on quite a few occasions just to see what would happen. Do you know what I mean? Just see, just to see if it really made any difference. And it doesn't really. You, you seem to get the same sort of responses because obviously uh, I went and replayed a couple just to see if it, if it made any difference. And it doesn't really. But it was all right. I mean, it was kind of interesting at the end when you finish everything, you get like a montage of what came next. So it does this montage of of all the different characters in the game and what happened to them after you'd done everything. Yeah. Which was kind of a bit schmaltzy, but it was all right, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what else to say about this. It's hard, unless you were really a massive fan of Life is Strange, I would be find it really difficult to recommend this to anyone else, really. Yeah. But if you you know if you pick it up fairly cheap, it's it's worth a look just to see how the you know the characters of chloe and rachel amber came together and and you know what happened to them before life is strange really in case you were just dying to know yeah it was just i mean juice never even finished the original life is strange no i have not no maybe someday but not yet maybe so not yet you never know you never know. know Um, so yeah, I mean, it got, I got there eventually with that, and it, it wasn't too long. It was about eight hours altogether, which is fairly good for an episodic three-episode game. Yeah, you know, that's not too bad for you know about eight hours, six to eight hours. Um, but it's all right. It's all right. It's just a load of teenage angst. Yeah, and stuff. I mean, there was a bit in this episode where you have to fix the car up. You know, I told you about all the stuff where you had to get the bulbs and wander around the scrapyard for ages trying to find all the stuff you needed. Yep. Well, then you have to go back in the final episode and actually fix the engine up yeah. so that you can get the car running. Exciting stuff. And I thought, I'll be honest, I thought, if this, if this game makes me walk around this scrapyard again, finding spark plugs and distributor caps and whatever else you need to get a car running, I'm done with this game. I don't blame you. Yeah, luckily it didn't. Luckily it didn't. Everything was in the same place, so you just had to fiddle with the engine for a bit to get it running. Uh, so they'd obviously realised at that point people don't want to wander around the scrapyard looking for shit and do that for an hour. So Speak no, for yourself, man. That sounds like an awesome game. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's it's worth a look if you really like Life is Strange. Other than that, probably not. Okay. Probably not. Not unless it's really cheap. Good to know. Uh, unless it's really cheap. Um, and the last the last one I'm going to just do before we get into our top threes, the last thing I'm going to talk about uh, is Tacoma. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was yeah. this year, wasn't it? Yeah. Do, have you not got – I assume that was in your top three, Duke. Hence it is now. Didn't... Damn, that means you I have did. another one for my uh, special mentions, honorable mentions. Oh, good. <laughs> right, so good. Well, wait. How about this? Stu, don't talk about Tacoma yet. Wait till I put it in my top three. 
All right, and then we'll talk about it then. Okay. And real quick, I want to give a shout out to Castles and Kingdoms because it's a really good. Sorry, Kingdoms and Castles. It's a really good little city builder game. They keep updating it. It's cute. The mechanics make sense. Um, there's some uh, tower defense elements in it. It's just a really great game. Big thumbs up for Kingdoms and Castles. I played it for. Let me find out how many hours I played it for. 14 hours, which is a good amount of time to play a strategy game like that, city builder. But it's not quite on the level of like game of the year, so I do like it. It's definitely worth, you know, it's not too expensive, I reckon. Um, so yeah, but it's it, you know, if you like strategy, city building type things, uh, it's 7.49 on the sale right now. So why not give it a shot? It's cute, it's fun, yeah. it's well done. They keep updating it, like I said. Merchants and Ports is the next update. They got an infrastructure update, and yeah, it's a good developer and you know, small team. Cute art style, all of that. There you go. Uh, well, in that case, I do have. I'll I'll just put one more game in as an honourable mention. Then I'll I'll substitute Goma for something else. Okay. Um, a final one, which is uh, Stories Untold. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of a modern take on a point-and-click adventure game, stroke text adventure. Yes. This is so the one that of... sort of looks like Stranger Things. It is, and it's excellent. Really, really surprised I was when I played this game. Uh, I thought it was going to be pretty cool from playing the demo. Duke wasn't as struck on it as I was. No, I was uh, not. He it was kind of frustrating and well. weird. Uh, but what they do with the full game, it's sort of, I think it's five. It's either four or five little vignettes. So they're yeah. all kind of different takes on, on a text adventure. But then they're all linked by one overarching story. Which was super, super cool in the way that they did it. Yeah. So... It's a really cool narrative. Uh, the puzzles kind of are a little bit frustrating in places, but they're not that bad. And I would definitely, definitely give this a, a big thumbs up if you want to play something a bit weird and shit, but kind <laughs> of accessible yeah. at the same time. So it's it's a was game, but an accessible was game. And it's not that expensive. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's very, very cool. It has got a Stranger Things vibe going on, but it's not really like Stranger Things at all. It's just got that kind of vibe. But yeah, Stories Untold, I would definitely recommend. And actually, Duke, I think if you played the whole game, you'd kind of be impressed with it. Maybe. That's, that's what I'm saying, man. We'll never know. That's what I'm saying. Um, and that's kind of it. That's kind of it. Anything else from you, Chini, that you've just remembered? Um... No, no. <laughs> but, uh, I'll just give you a quick. I'll just give a quick runoff of the stuff that I never got around to completing uh, this oh, year. Oh boy! Which is no, she is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. So a biggie there. That will be game of the year for a lot of people this year. But I never finished that game because mm. I don't know. Just in uh, Persona Five, which again would be for some people the, the you know their game of the year, but for me. I just got stuck, man. I didn't get stuck, but it was just so long. I mean, I was like 30-odd hours in, but it was only a fraction of the game. Uh, but I, I, you never know. One day I might go back, but it's a, it's a, it's a big undertaking to finish that game. Um, the South Park Fractured Butthole, as Chinny mentioned earlier, I never got around to finishing that. Uh, Wolfenstein The New Colossus, I am still playing that. I played that this morning again. Uh, so I'm still making my way through that. And Hellblade's newest sacrifice, I've not got around to finishing either, but really Isn't like the game. like three hours long? Uh, Hellblade, I'm not entirely sure. No, it must be longer than that. I've played more than that already. All right. 
I play more than that already, but that's probably because I'm a bit shit at it. So that's yeah. that's maybe why. That's I don't maybe why. Say it, but okay. Yeah, let me have a look. Uh, two hours I played actually. I played two hours of it. Oh, there you go. Uh, so yeah, I need I need to get back and finish those. I will make an effort in the new year because I don't want to have a dirty thirty. So I'm going to have a go and uh, get back. Is, is there any games you've had you two have started this year and, and want to get back to finishing? No, nope. Cuphead. Oh, did you never finish that? No. Ah, that's not like you, Ginny. No, it's not. That is weird. I thought you'd, <laughs> I did think you'd finish that. It's a difficult game. Yeah, you obviously just got the kahunas to do it. It's I not guess. that. It's just that um, I wanted to play PUBG. <laughs> now I know t- how you feel. Now he comes clear. Now he comes clear. Yeah. Uh, any games you started this year, Jude, that you want to get back to finishing? Not that aren't on my dirty uh, game of the year. No, game of the year. Uh, talking of game of the year, let's let's start with those. So, Jude, well, give us one of yours. Give yeah, us one of yours. so in my number three. three spot, ladies and gentlemen, gather around. Here we go. My number three spot. Where is it? Oh, the sound clip. <laughs> is Destiny 2. Wow. Now, Destiny 2, I didn't get into Destiny 1 very much. I played a little bit of it, but for whatever reason, it just didn't hit me. And I don't really understand the difference between Destiny 2 and Destiny 1, but for some reason, Destiny 2 hit me, and it hooked me, and I really got into it. And I'm going to finish it at some point, but it's funny because I hear people complaining about it, and they're talking about, oh, the endgame content is weak, and you're not actually getting the XP for raids that you're supposed to be getting, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I didn't come across any of that stuff because I'm still plugging through the main part of the game, which is usually what happens with me. I hear all this complaining about endgame and nothing happens after you've played it for 30 hours. Then there's nothing else to do in the game. I'm sorry. 30 hours is a lot of game for me. I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't need endgame content of that sort. So, whatever. Um, apparently, though, the raid is like the best parts of the well, game. Well, that's what I hear, but I don't know because I've never done it. So. Um, but I know that the graphics are great, the controls work well, the guns are beautiful, um, you know, in terms of how they sound and feel. Um, you know, the story is okay. I'm not blown away by the story, but I don't really care. And in the meantime, it's a really fun game. They do a good job with the um, environments being distinct from one another and having very interesting um, you know, use of three-dimensional space. And yeah, I just think it's a really well done game. Cool. It is yeah. cool. So what what level are you at then? Uh, I haven't played it in like a month. Because because uh, I think when I think of people playing Destiny and Destiny Two, it's all about your level. Yeah. You know, it's all probably. about your initial level, and then these light levels or whatever the hell are these when you get to that point. Uh, yeah, you know, that's all people seem to go on about, apart from you, Duke. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not like other people, apparently. Well, this is Duke, isn't it? Like, yeah, just... exactly. You knew that. He loves to shoot things. He just yeah, exactly. shoots people in the face. He doesn't care what level he is. It doesn't matter. Works well for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are, are you liking the... I mean, what's the loot like in this game? Because it is all about the loot, isn't it? About the guns and shit that you pick up. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not too fussed with that, to be honest with you. Like, there's some things about the loot that's really cool. Um, but in some ways, it's kind of grindy as they always are in these kinds of games. But, I mean, whatever. It's fine. It works okay. 
I'm not really Maybe. bothered by it. I'm not blown away by it. It's just something that's there. Yeah. I mean, I am looking. What's kind of interesting for me is I'm looking at the cutscene here that's on screen. Yeah. And it almost looks like a Japanese game. Yeah, well. Or is that, is that just me? Uh, I mean, you know, there's Japanese elements in it. It's I wouldn't really call it a very Japanese game, but, you know, I can see why you'd think that. It's the herdu. It's the character. Uh, you know, you, the character. You're talking about the woman in the cockpit. She yeah. looks like... Yeah, but in a Japanese game, that would be a man. Yeah, that's right. It, oh, oh, is it? Is it not a man? <laughs> but yeah, it does. It does look like a Japanese male character, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's not. And, and the thing uh, I like too it, about it is that, like, I don't know. I think it does a good job of balancing <laughs> the open and linear stuff because you have these missions you go on that are linear, but the world is kind of open, and you can go do, you know, little missions here and there, team up with other people, and. Um, it you know the world feels appropriately big, you know what I mean? Like you're not the savior of everything. You're one more soldier in this fight, and that makes sense. That's appropriate. I'm tired of always being the chosen one who will fulfill, especially in a game called Destiny. Like you're not fulfilling a destiny of saving everyone from everything. No, you're you're a soldier who does some stuff to you know try to stop some bad guys. Yeah, I think I'd be disappointed if I can, you know, be the hero. It's not that you're not a hero. It's you're not the hero. You're not the only hero. You're not James Bond. You're like James Bond's backup crew. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, I guess. You're like like the guy that goes in after James Bond and goes, "No worries, James. Thanks for that. Sorted." Sure. Yeah, but what's wrong with being James Bond, man? What's the matter? Nothing. You can be James Bond if you want. I just think it's more realistic to have individuals who are doing good things but not saving everybody and everything. Is James Bond in Destiny 2? I don't believe yeah. so. I don't remember seeing <laughs> it. But like it. I said, I haven't no. finished the game, so I'm not the no, one to ask. No, that's true. You shouldn't assume, should you, Duke? Yeah. No. You make a no. Is, jerk is, there a, is there a golden gun? No. Are you sure? Pretty sure. It does look like Halo, though, doesn't it? It does look a lot like Halo. Well, yeah, it is a lot like Halo. It is basically Halo. It's basically um, open-world Halo. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it looks exactly like Halo. I'm looking at it now, <laughs> and I'm like, this is Halo. It's just uh, like Stummies. It's exactly <laughs> like Stummies. And the twist is? It's a much bigger pill. Yeah, it's a much bigger game. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep. The uh, Destiny just never grabs me. I don't know why. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I must admit, I, I, I mean, I did play the the beta, beta, whatever the hell it was, and for me, it just like you say, it just didn't grab me. It's kind of cool, but it's just more Destiny. Mm. And you know me, I'm all about the new and shiny, man. I'm all about the different stuff, new stuff, shiny stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not interested in rinse repeat. So sorry, people. Maybe I'm just done with first person shooters. I don't know why. Yeah, but you yeah. Like, did you play Wolfenstein? I've got it. He's got it. He's never played yeah. it. Mm-hmm. The second one. I ain't trying to psychoanalyze yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Are you, I mean, let me ask you a question, Chini. Let me ask you a question. Have you have you played any of the first person stuff on PUBG for life? PUBG. Uh, yeah, and I hate it. <laughs> there you go. You see, you're definitely not into first person shooters, then. Not anymore, it seems. Not anymore. There you go. Mm. End of. And um, um, anyway, let's come over to you, Chini, for your first top three game of the year. Hey, my first, my third game of the year 
Drum roll, please. Oh, Duke. snap. I got your drum roll for you. Don't you worry about that. It is Cuphead. 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 Well, I didn't finish it. Yeah, I'm not sure that counts. Fuck off. Um, you only finish these games for it to count. Hey, I just said I didn't finish Destiny 2. What do you want? Yeah, well, that's that's more acceptable because it's kind of an oh, open-ended game. Open-ended game, man. Anyway. You've that for ages. Suck my balls. Anyway, <laughs> Cuphead is uh, it's brilliant. I, I didn't expect much, after, especially after EGX. Um, I don't know. And, and, and I, I suppose that the, when, I, when I always saw Cuphead, I always thought, yeah, it looks decent. Um, you know, and, and and obviously the the visuals are fantastic, but to know that it's actually a brilliant game as well, and how um, clever it is, and how difficult it is, and how rewarding it is, uh, it's just one of those games that it just didn't really have many faults. And there aren't many games that come along that you go, oh, you know, I can't fault it. Like I literally can't think of many things yeah that are wrong with it and uh cuphead is one of those games where there's it's, it's just pretty much bang on everything is 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 so well done you know yeah. the music has won awards the art style has won awards the game's fantastic yeah uh, the bosses are so well designed and fun and and, and interesting and and you know I, then they have a bit of a change in pace with the, the hit and run stuff it it yeah, it's it's one of the best games I've played this year. Uh, by by a long stretch, one of the best games I've played like this generation. I would Sweet. say, and I would say that about every game um, that I've that I've picked this year is that they're probably the best games I've played this generation. Because I don't feel like this generation really has kicked off until this year. Uh, I feel like this wow, year. that's has, a big statement. Big statement. I feel, I feel like this year is, <clears throat> has been. Um, has been probably one of the best years uh, for a long time when it comes to the games of the year. You know, 2014. No, I agree. Was, I said that at the beginning of the show. I think this year's had some amazing games. 2014 has been was abysmal. Remember, like, I think everybody struggled, and I think Shadow of Mordor was probably the best thing that came out. That's that a year. good game. Yeah, that is and, funny. And it, and, it, and it's just like, yeah, and Shadow of War came out, and no one even thinks about it this year because when you compare it next to these games, it doesn't stand a chance. And yeah, I, I just um, I just think like this generation has finally started to sort of kick in a little bit. And funny enough, it's not about the games with you know not the AAA the games. It's not the AAA games. I mean, this yeah. was made by you know like I think it was like twelve people in the end. Right. Um, and and they deserve everything they they get for it because it's fantastic. So I do you love know what's you know also cool about I this year in games? What's also cool is just the sheer variety of games that have come out. Oh, I mean, yeah. there, re- there really is something for everyone, isn't there? You know what I mean? Whatever you're into, there's probably been a really good game of that sort of, yeah. you know, type or particular genre of game come out for you this year. That tends I mean, to be the case more and more every year, and I agree, and I think it's great. Yeah, loads of variety, man. That's what we want to see. We want to see different stuff. You don't want to be playing the same games all the time, do we? Yeah. No. You know yeah, I mean? it, just it just I back on Cuphead. I, I I'm just looking at it now and it just looks so funny and and so brilliant. 
and it's like Cuphead is like the cartoon that you, I mean you look at it and you you're already familiar with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you right. look at it and go, I I feel like I've seen that before. I can access like, that, that, this. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I, I this looks like a, a a cartoon that has existed before I was born, and I, I you would look at it and go, yeah, it, and it's just so easy on the eyes. Um, but then you play it and it's absolutely brutal. But fair, which is like the kind of Dark Souls right. mentality of like. It, it, it's it's harsh but fair every mistake you make is is you making that mistake yeah um and and that's why it's got that mentality it's it's, it's similar to PUBG in a way where you, you kind of do have that one more one more sort of mentality uh, of like um this is a great game i think i think you would love this duke um with the spit with the super meat boy sort of mentality yeah, that you right. have where you, you know, you really, I, I know you in particular do really like games that reward you for feeling great, you yeah, know, and yeah. doing well. Right. And, um, and Cuphead does that. Sure. And, uh, as long as you stop playing when you, when you succeed right. is, <laughs> is, is when you do it. Cause like it, you will get stuck on a boss and I got stuck on a boss yeah. and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. couldn't do it. I, I slept on it and I did it like, you know, within the first like sort of 10 minutes. So yeah, yeah it, it has that, super meat boy sort of thing going for it brilliant sure. Cuphead is fantastic i'm so happy for them they've made a lot of money they had to sell them their houses and remortgage their houses and stuff and they made it all back and, and reaped all the rewards so good for them i think what's also kind of cool with this game is uh <coughs> you always got the last word didn't you Stu? well that's that's the host prerogative um but yeah no, i was gonna say what i, what I think is also you could have just cool said is, yeah good one next <laughs> I was just going to add some coolness to the game. That's all. Uh, yeah, all I was going to say is I, I think it's kind of cool because people were worried that this might not be as good as it looked when it very first was announced and that it wouldn't turn out to be anything that great. Uh, and I think, like I say, they've done, they've done a sterling job, haven't they? And, you know, well done to them. Indeed. Indeed, yeah. he do. Uh, right over to me, I guess, for my first over to you, game Stu. of my top three. Yeah, go ahead. Let her rip. Which is probably Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Oh snap! Is what I'm gonna go for. And the, part of the reason I'm I'm probably putting that game in my top three is because it's probably the game I've played the most this year. Yeah. All right. In terms of hours, you know, I I put in probably about seventy to eighty hours into this game. Yeah, it's a big open world game. Which is a big, a big old chunk of game, and considering it's a game where you don't really level up, as such, is kind of interesting. Because it's, is you know what what was kind of cool about this game is it kind of chucked all of the RPG conventions out the window, and almost started afresh. And went, you know what, the only thing is you can level up are your health and how far you can climb. And that's it. So all you've got is stamina and health, and that's all you can level up. Other than that, you've just got to find gear and swords and better weapons and learn how to game the game. Um, and I think one of, the, one of the really cool things about Legend of Zelda is uh, the creators of the game put all these systems into it and then left it up to the player to decide how to go about doing stuff. Yeah. So if you wanted to use the physics in a way that wasn't intended, you can do that. You know, they, they just put these systems in place and they kind of weren't that bothered how people completed 
parts of the game. They just said, look, you know, all these stuff's there. Do it however you get to do it, really. So if you do something that was not intended, that doesn't matter because if you do it, then you can kind of just do it. Yeah, and that's and a good that's thing to cool. do. I mean, right, establishing good systems, this is what makes uh, Minecraft such a wonderful game because it's like we're not going to tell you what to do. We're just going to give you tools to do things with. I didn't feel that way with Breath of the Wild, but again, I, I didn't play it as long as most people did, so I accept that, you know, like I said, I, I recognize it as a good game, even though it's not for me. Yeah, yeah, no, that that is true, and, and like you said, Duke, it just, for whatever reason, it just didn't push your buttons. Yep. You know, even though a lot of people have compared this to Witcher 3 and Skyrim in terms of open-worldness and all that sort of stuff, it just didn't grab you, did it, somehow? No, and, you know, the the temples were kind of more frustrating than fun to me, um, but that's just me, you know. I, you know, and it, look, let's not get it twisted. Witcher 3 had challenging stuff. Skyrim really isn't about the challenge. So, for me, there's things I like about challenging games, but then a lot of times, with RPGs especially, I'm not looking for a big challenge. I'm looking for fun gameplay and an interesting story, and I didn't feel like Breath of the Wild had those things in droves. But that's just me. Yeah, it is weird because it does have all those things that you usually like, but for whatever reason, you just never got into it. I mean, the, I mean, I, I guess a great example of this was just the whole horse thing. You know, you just, well, you know, you got a horse and you just hated like getting the horse and stuff. The horse mechanics sucked. They, they were fine. They, they, they're fine. You played it wrong, Duke. See, I love this. I explain what I didn't like about the game, and Stu says, well, the problem is the horses. From my understanding, though, uh, people who play the game don't use horses very much in the game. No, I didn't. I mean, I did use them at the beginning when you first... It's kind of a novelty when you first get a horse. Yeah. Uh, But kind of after that, you tend to spend most of your time climbing really high places and then using your glider to get to other places. Yeah. That's kind of what happens, weirdly. Um, I think once you start getting better swords, that's when it becomes cooler. And what's kind of cool about it also, a little bit like Skyrim, I guess. What's that? It's kind of like I have no idea. That's not me. That wasn't you? No. Well, that was my no idea. That was my That was you. That's weird. <laughs> what are you two doing between you? No, 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 that's weird. The, the 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 boss wave podcast episode one nine six started playing randomly. Boss 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 boss. Yeah. And my phone and my phone was sitting on my desk. Whoa. That is a bit odd. And Crazy I wasn't touching thing. it or anything. <gasps> Spooky. Fucking Chris MJW. I know he did it on, but it's some sort of remote thing. How the fuck did he do that? Yeah, did it on you. Did it on you. Um, <clears throat> yeah. What was kind of cool, but again, going back to Legend of Zelda. Once you knew the location of cool weapons or cool fruit that like leveled up your health for you, so you didn't have to be quite as high level to take on stuff. Uh, durian fruit was probably one of the biggest ones. I found a cache of those. Every time there was a blood moon, so everything would reset. So those cool weapons would be available again. So if you knew where to get to get them, that's all you would do and just go and pick them up again. And then you would be able to go and progress a bit further in the game. So that was, there was just so many cool things about it. And once you finally get to the castle, uh, that's when it got really interesting. The end game stuff was very interesting. 
so yeah, I, I totally recommend it. I mean, if you've got, I mean, this game still is a lot of money. I mean, this thing has never dropped in value since it came out, and it won't. No, and it won't. Even the Wii U version is still expensive. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not even like you can pick that up cheap if you Mario got Kart, Wii U Mario Kart, Mario Kart is still expensive. Do you yeah. know what I mean, like it's just those games just don't drop in value. No, uh, no. So, but the, I, again, I, I totally recommend it. You know, it's in my top three for a reason, and it's in a lot of people's top threes or top games of the year. So, yeah, Duke's wrong, sadly. Well, no, he's not, is he? Because that's what well, he actually thinks. Only yeah, you're wrong, Stuart. But his thoughts are wrong. His thoughts are wrong. Yeah. Just saying, just saying. Uh, but you like you said, it's not for everyone. You know, not every everything's for Maybe we should move suppose. on. Maybe, maybe this constant chattering is <laughs> not doing anybody any good. Who's next? Uh, you, Juki game. What do you? What is your? What is your next one? Right. So my number two is Tacoma. Oh, <laughs> how about that? Who would have thought? Um, my, my Tacoma. <laughs> um, yeah, this is by the designers of Gone Home. And just like Gone Home, it tries to tackle some interesting social issues. Whereas Gone Home was dealing with LGBTQ stuff, this game tries to deal with some labor issues and a little bit of, you know, gender and sexuality questions. But a lot of it is also dealing with questions of corporate control of things and AI relations with humans. Um, and what about interest- ethnicity? What? Yeah, a yeah, little bit of that. Was- yeah, I mean, that was one of my issues with the game. It, it literally did the, let's have one of everything on this ship And together. again, I'll ask again, are you mad at Star Trek for that? No, but it, it just seems a bit contrived, okay. I think, is, is the uh, word for it. I would say that I think it's good that space stations have a representation of the many different flavors of Earthlings. but no. Which is true. If you, if you had one that had, like, say... 200 people on it you would expect that to be the case well i don't understand uh, why the you, ratio you've got a space station that only numbers. has is it seven seven characters or eight characters on yeah, it yeah it doesn't make sense for them to have seven different people from seven different continents there are seven yeah, continents and, yeah hmm. and seven you know That's three different sexualities or whatever and right yeah because it, it is a it is a bit contrived but other than that so what that you're saying my is only you, issue. you're a big racist <laughs> you I wish am, there were just white straight racist. people you want a bunch of white straight people in the game. That's it. Yeah, yeah. that's what I wanted. No, it just seemed a bit odd. It anyway. A bit odd. Body shapes. Let's have like seven different body shapes too, just to add to the mix. God forbid anyway. we should have different body shapes in a video game. Because you never complain about the fact that every single role-playing game has enormous briefy men and hot chicks that are skinny and wearing chainmail bikinis. That never oh, comes yeah. up as a complaint on your side. Oh, yeah. Now anyway, you should have some of those on the space station. That'd been cool. The point is, I really like <laughs> the way Tacoma um, tells its story. I was a little nervous at first because it has the whole rewind mechanic. Um, I felt like it was a little cumbersome at first, but once you get into it, it's fine. Um, I thought the world was very well defined because they clearly created some good backstory. They did the thing with corrupted files, which you can't access at first, and some of them you can access later, and some of them you can't. Um, it did that thing where you have to watch people, you know, you have recordings of people and you can, you know, they're 3d recordings of the people actually moving around and you can watch them put in a code into a locker and then you can open that locker. Uh, that's kind of nifty. 
Um, but I just yeah, I, I, think... must admit, I must admit the mechanics I thought were excellent. I thought the way yeah. it handled the story. Yeah. In that, like you said, that rewind thing at first, you was a bit like, "What the hell is this?" But I think once you, like you said, once you got into it. It was a very cool way of telling the story. Yeah, I agree. And I know that you know I'm I'm I you know I I loved the part in Fallout 4 where you had to decide whether you think AI you know robots or people. Basically, I thought that was a really powerful moment for me. It was one of those moments in gaming where you know okay, not everybody's going to have that same experience. Not everybody's going to react the same way. Some people thought that was dumb. I don't care. That really made an impression on me, and the end of Tacoma similarly blew me away. I thought it was really powerful. I was really, uh, my mind was racing in that moment, and I love games that can do that to me because I consider myself kind of a jaded person, kind of a, you know, I didn't well up crying in any part of The Witcher 3. I, I didn't bust out crying at the end of, um, you know, what, Ethan Carter? I was like, whatever. So when a game can break through my, you know, shell of tough, cynicism tough shell of yeah manhood. exactly yeah yeah what about to the moon man did you, yeah, did you to the moon was pretty good. i thought that was good they did a good job but there had been so much annoying crap leading up to the end of to the moon <laughs> that i was more annoyed yeah. than anything and just relieved still to a get great it story, done though. still a great story it is a great story but that's the thing is i don't think tacoma weighed itself down with a whole lot of excess nonsense which they easily could have done and a number of people were upset that it didn't have more story to it i thought it had the perfect amount of story I gotta yeah, say, I, I mean, it's the th- here's something to consider, though, right? When we watch a two-hour movie, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who's ever come out of a two-hour movie going, that should have been longer. You know what I mean? But we yeah. have these series on Netflix that are like ten episodes of an hour each, and people are like, never, never complain that it's too long. And the same yeah, with the video game. A game can go on for ten hours. That's a long time to pay attention to Dude, one story. I, I, I think people do complain it's too long. Okay. Fair I complain about games being I, too long. No, no, no. I complain. I'm complaining about um, TV series, TV TV shows being too long, like not getting into them because they're fucking eight seasons long. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Oh, is that yeah. like no, that's different than a ten episode season, though. Well, I'm just saying. Like, Either I'm way, watching Dexter, I'm watching Dexter at the moment. I'm like, uh, fuck me, just get on with it. <laughs> do you know? Well, do you that's know what's the thing, weird, right? though. I was going to say, you know what's weird? Most TV series now are around about the 10 to 12 episode length, you know, for yeah. a season of something. Like when 24 came out, every series around that time was about 20 episodes long. You know, these things were massive, like mammoth things. Yeah. And and we didn't complain. But now it's like, you know, sometimes you do, like you say, you like, oh, it's a bit too long. But freak me, they used to be longer, believe me. Well, what I'm saying is Tacoma did a good job of pacing itself in a way that made sense it didn't race through things it didn't drag its feet it didn't you know there were a lot of other stories they could have told and they decided to just keep it focused on the three or four stories they really wanted to highlight and i thought they did a very good job with that so for that reason tacoma is my number two pick yeah and i I would agree i mean had it not been for other stuff i've played that this would have probably just pushed into my top three yes yeah, but it was just edged out by other stuff. Well, it is excellent, uh, but, and I loved it. Yeah, but, but I did really enjoy Tacoma. I'm, I'm in agreement with you on most things about this game. It is oh, cool. Man. Like I said, I do like the way the story was told. and It's kind of flashbacks, but not, isn't it? Because that's basically yeah. what you're doing. You're reliving what they, well, they went through. flashbacks, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of flashbacks, but very coolly done. So, yeah, yeah if, you've, if you've not played this and you like the Gone the Home type of game, then this is definitely something you should be checking out. Yep, highly recommended. Highly recommended. Uh, right, back to you, Chini. 
Um, okay. Uh, I uh, For my second place, I am going to pick Mario. Mario! Cappy, I was just talking to some people who came over for brunch. They brought their kids, and I asked what they were playing. Dad said, we just got a Switch. And I said, so you've been playing Super Mario Odyssey? And they were like, yeah. Um, Super Mario Odyssey is fantastic, and it's probably the closest thing that we'll ever get to a sequel to Mario 64, uh, which is a Mario game that is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, and, And the reason why it's so fantastic is because everywhere you go in Mario Odyssey, there is something cool. Literally, on the screen, as I speak, you control a fucking T-Rex, right? And and you just you just jump around. And then when you go back, and there's this whole thing, you, you finish the game, and then there's, like, more shit to do. And there's, like, a room where you get to be in the with the T-Rex, and you get to put him on a trampoline. Because, I don't know, who cares? Uh, <laughs> every, everywhere you look... Um, there's there's crazy stuff to do and the, the the capture mechanic. I was listening to the boss wave. That's probably why it played automatically. Boss, 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 boss. Uh, wait, wait, wait. But I, was, I heard uh, Chris say that he didn't really love the uh, the the capture mechanic. Um, but I thought it opened up a, a whole sort of. I won't say it. Yeah, I will say it. Whole new world. A whole new world. I tried not to. Um, <laughs> And it really like it just it just opened the game up and and just made it go a little bit mental on on what it could do, and then it mixes it up with the 2D and the 3D. I, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I love Mario Odyssey. It's just brilliant uh, because it constantly surprises you all the time. There's never a dull moment in that game, and there's uh, and again, it, it's a game. It just it just just keeps on coming with surprises it's uh it's it, 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 and when you finish it there's just more shit to do just constant stuff to do all the time um, so what you're saying is it's the game that keeps on giving yeah and and i suppose the only criticism again it, it doesn't have many but the only one that it has really is that um that the whole the, the the bit where you have to you know you collect moons obviously and you can get 999 moons in this game, but for some reason, like they, I would have preferred it if they gave you like a certain amount of moons to get. Um, but the, I think the last, I think you, the, they're they're actually like 820 odd moons in the game, um, and the rest you just buy with in the store uh, with coins. Um, how, how many coins do you need for these? Uh, not many, uh, not 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 many, and and it's not that hard to get coins in in this game. So, you know, yeah, it's not it's not difficult to do, but it just seems like a like why did they do that rather than having like a like a number just on Mario sixty four where it's just one hundred twenty where it, that that's it that's the amount of stars there is. Um, but yeah, there's loads of nods towards. Mario 64, uh, everything in you know, like levels, uh, one, one level in particular, uh, the last boss has a, a nod to it, 
um, everything really, and it's it's just fantastic. And it it's it, it I, I think it's a system seller, and um, I, I would definitely play it again. Well, it obviously is because uh, just today, just today, I read a news story that said that the Switch is the now officially fastest selling console of all time. Yeah, that's surprising. It's eclipsed the PlayStation 2 this I year. Do, I don't want to do the hashtag Chili was right, but hashtag I did Chini say right. that I think the, the Switch would be a success. And people were like, nah, fuck no. And I, and I said, I think, it, I think it's going to do well. Uh, I showed it to, to Simeon, Tara's brother, over Christmas, on Christmas Day, no, Boxing Day. And he'd never seen a Switch before. And this is the reason why I think the Switch works so well is you show it to somebody. I showed him the Switch, right? I showed him Mario Kart handheld, okay? And then he was like, oh, that's cool. And then I took the remotes off and I showed it him two play and he went, oh, that's really cool. And then I showed it him and I put it in the dock and he just went, that's amazing. All right, and that's it. It's just, you can see it and understand it like that, like the Wii, where you just see it and go, I get it. No yeah. need for any further explanation. Right, right. Got it. And that's why it works so well. And then on top of that, you've got games like Mario Odyssey and Zelda Breath of the Wild, which are two of the biggest franchises for Nintendo. And not only two of the biggest franchises for Nintendo, but but games where they've absolutely nailed it in terms of what people wanted. Yeah. People wanted a 64 sequel. People wanted a 3D modern Zelda game. And that's what they've got. And 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 it, Nintendo just absolutely smashed it this year. I think it is like the year, the best year Nintendo's had, like critically. Well, since the Wii, since the Wii. No, no, critically. Fuck the oh, Wii. Oh, critically for sure, yeah. I think like like they they if you're a Nintendo fan, I was a big Nintendo fan. I I bought every Nintendo console up to uh, well, I did buy a Wii eventually. The only one I've never bought is the Wii U. Um, but I, I did buy a Wii eventually. But I I they kind of lost me with the Wii. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was there with the GameCube and uh, with the 64 and everything, but the GameCube, I really struggled to be to be, to to stay loyal to Nintendo, even though there were some good games for them. But, like, the Switch is where they grab those those fans back, and it's like, no, Nintendo Nintendo have a, a lot to say in 2017. Um, oh, yeah, I, th- I think it's safe to say that Nintendo is back. Yeah. You know, they are, they are officially back now, and I think... What's kind of cool from my perspective is that, you know, whereas with the Wii U, because of its lack of sales and stuff, you know, developers just didn't support it because there was no point investing that money in something that's not going to sell very many copies of the game. Well, I, I just kind of think it's, it was it was still a bit confusing, though, the concept of it. Oh, like, yeah, it was con- awful, and they didn't do a very good job of it. And let's be honest... When that when that eventually came out, there were some really slick looking tablets around, including the you know the Apple yeah. iPad and, and all that, and it just didn't look very slick. It looked like some sort of toy for kids. The, the, the screen didn't look very good. Uh, you know, as you yeah, you're right. Like we we had iPads that looked way better than that. Yeah, uh, and and it just wasn't that appealing, and it was quite confusing. And but like this, the Switch is just simple, isn't it? It's just it's slick, console isn't it? on the go. And it looks nice, and it plays well. And it's colourful, and it's it's fun. And 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 now they're selling well, and they've got Zelda and Mario on there. 
everybody's jumping on board. Uh, oh yeah, they I, get support, and that's a good thing. I'm, I'm interested to see what what the future holds for the Switch because I feel like it's going to be a great um, it's it's going to be a great sort of indie platform, which it already is. Um, but I do wonder sort of like what what is next for Nintendo on the Switch. I I'm not quite sure, and I think everybody's sort of waiting to see what they do because they've they've you know you, you you know once you've got a Mario and a Zelda out there. Do you, do, you already, think they've, do you think they've shot the load too early? Is that what you're saying? Well, I no, I don't, because they, they, they've they sold it, haven't they? You know what I mean? Like It's almost like, there you go, you do the rest kind of attitude, I feel like. like This is how you do it. You do it now. And 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 they needed to do this to, to, to sell the console. So, I don't know. I, I In terms of Nintendo franchises that people get excited about, I don't know what else there is, really. Maybe like, there's a new one on the horizon. Well, Maybe there's a... Another Splatoon coming there out. Might be. I, I think if they did another Smash Brothers, I think that would go down. Not maybe with us three, but I think a new Smash Brothers would absolutely be mental for Nintendo. Um, I don't think they're working on that. Yeah, I, I probably. Think, I would have thought. I, I think thought. It's, Smash Brothers is like a ridiculous fan. Like people love Smash Brothers. Yeah, it is. It is huge. Um, and they're also let's not forget they're trying to get into the sort of esports side of things and that that is a perfect game for that of course it is and I, I honestly think nintendo's best shot of staying with it uh is yeah do the smash brothers and maybe like a i don't know another fucking splatoon or whatever but making all the games that are available on the wii u on it do you know what i mean like just just make it backwards compatible or just release and them get them out of them on the store and get them out a bit quicker if they made if they made if they made uh, games that like oh the, every game that came out on the Wii and the Wii U is now available to buy on the Nintendo Store, I think that would go a fucking long way for Nintendo because people because a lot of people missed out on the Wii U and there's some decent games in there except for Bayonetta 2. Bayonetta uh, you know, 2, man, yeah. you're talking. You I, talking. He just I, I said it's was, not Bayonetta 2. Yeah, Should I think Bayonetta two, man. Oh yeah, for the win. But, no, but look, joking aside, people would want to play Bayonetta two. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and people would want to play like you know Pikmin three and stuff like that. But it's not a, it's not a console seller like Mario and Zelda. But if they just went to the the effort and gone, you know what? They're on the Nintendo store now. Screw it. It would it would do really well. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see what they're going to do. I'm not quite sure. Uh, but Mario Odyssey is. Uh, an unbelievable game that's full of surprises. Uh, every I, I wouldn't say every stage is brilliant. This, this, this is the weird thing. I've got more criticisms for Mario Odyssey than I do for Cuphead. Um, but I suppose Mario just does just it does a lot more. Uh, and it's Mario. Let's let's and be it's clear. Mario, and, and I am a massive Mario fanboy. That is true. You are. Um, yeah, it's good for me. For, for me personally, it's it's nice to see that the the horse that I backed, which was Mario, uh, not Sonic, because he's a complete prick. Sonic shit. He's uh, still doing well today. I remember when I was a kid, it was Mario. My, my mate Lena Zrosky, he was Sonic, and uh, he used to say Sonic was better. I used to say Mario was better, and now I can laugh at him and say you're fucking wrong because Mario's still smashing it. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm happy to see that Mario's doing well. It, it, it pleases me that people still love Mario. 
And kids love Mario. Leo loves Mario. And that makes Everybody me... loves Mario, man. What's I, the matter with you? I bought I bought little Leo uh, a Mario Kart remote control car for Christmas. And uh, he was very pleased with it. He likes Mario. He, he, on the 24-hour stream, he was playing a little bit of Odyssey with me. And uh, I didn't realise how fast this remote control car was. So in the living room where, where it was, uh, all these toys and stuff was laid out that he'd been opening all day. And he, he started controlling this remote control car and he was like running over all his toys, smashing the door, running over people's feet and just laughing all the way. Nice. Uh, so I didn't really realise how... Um, good choice, Ginny, good choice. Yeah, it was pretty sick, though. It was a pretty sick... Uh, I was playing with it more than him after that when he put it, eventually got bored. Uh, yeah, uh, Japan, uh, where it's been the fastest-selling uh, fastest console uh, ever. And it basically cleared the, from the launch to the Christmas Eve of this year uh, 3,258,083 units. Yeah. Have been sold. Eight hundred and forty-four thousand of which were in December. Yeah. So they no. sold nearly a million, and uh, two hundred and twenty-one thousand in just one week in December. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this this thing is a bloody behemoth, isn't it? It's yeah, it's it's doing all right. I think I think yeah. I think Nintendo are probably happy. Yeah, it's great. I it's think, a great. I think it's a great console. I have like I I have no buyer's remorse getting mine. Like I thought I would, to be honest. I thought I'd buy it and be like, mm, shouldn't have bought that. But I, I I've bought it and not regretted it at all. Imagine you've brilliant. already really had your money's worth off just like Mario alone, haven't you? Really? Yeah, Mario Mario Kart. I've had some really good times on Mario Kart because um, I again I didn't have the Wii U, did I? So I missed out on that Mario Kart. And it's a really, really good Mario Kart. It's yes, it fantastic. Uh, and and yeah, it's it, again they've every one of their franchises they've just absolutely nailed it. Mario Kart's just brilliant. There's no gimmick. Do you know what I mean? That they slap Ooh. on it with. By the way, that's just reminded me of something I didn't mention about the all new arcade club. Uh, also on the second floor, they've got like a probably about I don't know probably about a 15 foot screen you know like with a projector mm. uh we've switches set up to play mario kart on the giant screen dude there you go but, but but there's no there's no gimmick with these games like the gimmick is the console itself right but yeah. the way you play the games there's no gimmick with the wii the gimmick was the console but it, it affected the way you played them right uh, but but there's there's nothing with this. There's it, yeah, it's, just, it's still got motion controls in those. It has, it has. You're so, not quite telling the truth here, Ginny. It, yeah, but like, you can play Mario, you can play Mario Kart, you can play Zelda, fine without them. You can, but they have implemented some some of those controls into Mario, haven't they? A little bit, but you could play Mario Odyssey without those controls. Yeah, so you just switch them off and off you go. You don't have to switch them off. You you just don't do them. It's fine. All right. Okay, then. That's okay. fine. Mario Odyssey. Hey, there you go, Mario Odyssey. Uh, right, my second game is... My number two is... I'm going to go Yakuza 0. Oh, mm-hmm. snap. Yeah, Yakuza 0, man. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just give a quick honourable mention to Kiwami, which is also very, very good, but 
for me, zero kind of takes it, really, as my number two game of the year. Uh, and again, why. I put a lot of hours into this game, and it's just great. There is nothing better than a bit of sort of, you know, Japanese mafia kicking ass, hitting people with whatever comes to hand, and there's a lot of stuff that comes to hand in this game. That's not, not what I'm seeing right now on screen. <laughs> wow. What are you seeing? What are you seeing on screen? Karaoke. Oh, yeah, there is that. There is that. There's karaoke. There's dancing. There's real estate management. There is everything in this game that you could ever imagine. And then some. You know, some of the weirdest and most fun side stories I've ever done. You know, the the probably taking the biscuit was probably the dominatrix storyline, I've got to say, uh, which was just hilarious. They had to teach a dominatrix how to do the job better. So, Why would you know how to do it at all? Well, you know, it's just funny. It's just very, very funny. Um, it's just a brilliant, brilliant game. I don't even know what to say. It's serious and ludicrous in equal measure. Mm. And I think that's what makes the game so great is that it goes from these really serious storylines to just really ridiculous stuff all in the same like hour. You, that say, you, see, you say that as a good thing. And it I is a good thing. I would see that as a bad thing. No, it's just so great because it's just this. No, just, you're not listening now. Works. You're not listening. I would see that as a bad thing. I know you would, but it doesn't. It works. It just works. Why? I, I, I want my games to be one thing or the other. So make a decision. <laughs> I just, I can't enjoy, be everything. I enjoy both, and it's amazing. So I don't even know what else to say about Yakuza Zero apart from if you if you if you like remotely like GTA, and you like that open world and you like crazy shit, this is a game for you. Don't be don't be afraid because the it's animations Japanese. look really wooden. They're great. Trust me, it's really great. The animations. I mean, it's, it's, I'm looking at the animations now, Stu. They look really wooden. It doesn't matter. That's that's just irrelevant. Because the storyline's so great and the stuff that goes on is so crazy that it doesn't. It really doesn't matter. It, it's just brill. And Tokyo itself, the the sort of city, is just an amazing place to wander around. And there's just so much crazy stuff going on. It's it's just brilliant. It really is brilliant. I don't even know what else to say about this game. But just don't be, people don't be put off. If you're just wondering whether just to, you know, give it a go, you won't be disappointed. You, you have to read a lot because it's all in Japanese. There isn't any English voices or anything like that. It's all Japanese acting. But it's just brilliant. I don't even just know what else to say. find it really, like, I'm watching it now and it, there's a cutscene in game and then there's a cutscene that's like everybody's frozen. Yeah, yeah, they do this weird mashup of that sort of stuff. Just that, that there's not, well, Weirdly, there's none of that in Kiwami. So in Kiwami, it's just proper cutscenes. In this game, in Zero, they, they, they maybe moved on a bit when they started doing Kiwami and thought, you know what, we'll just do all, everything fully animated. Um, but yeah, in Zero, but there's not that many of those types of cutscenes, you know, the ones where it is like frozen in time. There's not that many. It's mainly all fully animated cutscenes. So, it's it's brilliant. It is really brilliant. The story's excellent. 
it's it, like I say, it's kind of serious. The the actual main story, but it's it's only the side missions that are crazy. But that I think it's just for a bit of comedic relief. A lot of it, well, it's great. It's really good, and I do I do think at some point in time, Ginny, you need to give it a go. Yeah. You've got to give it a go. Just I, I feel like this is going to be one of those games that you recommend to me, and I'm fucking going to hate it, though. I don't think you'll hate it, right? I think there'll be bits of it you hate. You know, don't <laughs> get me wrong. I don't think you're going to love it. You're going to hate game. bits of this. But I think, I think there will be some of it that you just won't be able to stomach, that you'll just go, no, that's just stupid. Mm. But I do think there's quite a bit of the game that you'll also really like about it. I think it'll be kind of... I think you'll be a kind of 60-70% like and, you know, 30-40% not so much. You know. That's that's my estimation anyway. I don't know. I don't know. It's just so good, man. It's just so good. It's Mafia, man. It's Mafia crossed with GTA. <laughs> this is not Mafia. It is Mafia. The, the Japanese Mafia. No. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I know the Yakuza are the Mafia, but this is not Mafia the game. No, it isn't, but it's it's like that. You know, it's the same sort of thing. Okay. It's craziness. Craziness, but greatness at the same time. Um, right, we've come to our number ones, I guess. Oh, snap. Yeah. It's the number so, ones. Let's start with you. Uh, people are going to hate me because I've never heard anybody say this as their number one, but it's true. <laughs> Ghost Recon Wildlands. Oh, wow. Is oh, wow. a game that ticks a box that I've been wanting ticked for a really long time. On the PS2 and the Xbox, the original Xbox, uh, there was a game called Mercenaries Playground of Destruction. And the whole idea of the game was very simple. You ran around shooting bad guys and taking over parts of this country, taking it back from the evil dictator that was in charge of it. And that's exactly what Ghost Recon Wildlands is. It's goofy, it's it's stripped down in some ways, but there's a whole lot going on in the game in terms of what you can do, finding, you know, it, it's, a, it's a Ubisoft game, right? You establish a, you know, presence in an area, you do main story quests, you do side quests, you gather stuff. Um, the story is very weak, it's completely idiotic in this game, but you know what? I don't care. The different areas of the game were well defined, and there's a you know a person over here in charge of you know he's a music producer, so the stories in that area all involve you know dealing with the music that he's putting out, which glorify the drug dealers and stuff. And then over here, there's someone in charge of you know whining and dining officials and judges and stuff, and you have to deal with that. And the way you deal with all of it is you shoot people and and blow things up, and that's fine. Um, there's some certain side missions which are stupid. We've talked about this. There's ones where you have to start a generator and then basically keep the enemies away for two minutes or whatever, and those are annoying and stupid. But if you get the mines down, then they're not so bad. And just in general, I felt like it was a really fun game. Um, it's you know The drone is really good to use to mark enemies, and the guns weren't perfect, but they were pretty good. And it does a good job of switching between third and first person, um, kind of like The Division. Uh, yeah, I just thought it did a lot of things really well, and it was fun. Like, more than anything, it's a lot of fun. Have you heard about the um, the extra thing that they've been doing? No. Yeah, well, the What's Predator. 
Predator stuff. What? Predator in the forests. So you think about it, right? Can you think of a more perfect game to put Predator into? No, I can't. Um, so there's a, I was like, what the fuck? There's a mission where you basically get hunted by the Predator. Oh my goodness. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was listening to Giant Bomb and they said they, they fucked up the marketing because they just announced it. Yeah. But what they should have done is not announce it. Yeah. And then let people just discover it by themselves. Yeah, really. That would have been interesting. But but yeah, I I played this as well. This is another game that I played that I completely forgot about. You played Uh, loads of this as well. I did play a lot of this. You got sick of it. It is good. It it does what it says on the tin. Yeah. Um, But I feel like it's kind of a bit forgettable it, 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 it's like ah, as soon as you forgot it no 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 it's it's it could, no, it's so early on in the year that's why it was like march so i, I don't know I, I forgot that tacoma was this year to be honest as well uh yeah it's it's a game where like you know it's it it the the fun is fun you know it's like marking people up and uh finding a way in and shooting people and i played this whole game with marsh um and it and it is fun and i enjoyed it uh but it, it's just the same thing over and over and over and over again yeah that's and why i, I love it yeah and and do <laughs> likes that where i'm, I'm like, an unusual shade of cat i can i can i like repetitiveness to an extent but this is like the same look and pe- people might say pub g chin pub g well, but i would argue like every battle's different and yeah i was gonna say even though it's the yeah but that's premise, true in this game too man because sometimes you you, the, you get the alarm before it goes off and sometimes you don't no uh <laughs> no it's not the same no you're no. right it's uh, different when you're fighting with humans when you fight with humans like you really yeah every battle is different when you fight like AI, said, final de- final destination moment man that wouldn't have happened in wildlands now, for, uh, when you fight in AI, it's just like they wander around and then you get alerted and then they, they then they go, it must have been the wind, and then they go back to what they're doing. Uh, it's okay. I, I think this game is very good, um, and I should, probably should have gave it an honourable mention, but I... Um, I You've it, done I it got, now. You've done it I, now. I got bored with it. I mean, I played it for fucking... Like, I, I think I played about 40 hours of it, so it's not... Like I'd, I'd, you know, I'd had a quick go in it. I played it a lot, and I liked it. It's just, it just got a bit boring for me, Duke. I'm sorry. That's fine. But uh, I'm not offended. Yeah. What are you saying in a polite way, Duke? Is that your choice for game of the year is a bit shit? That's what hey, you're saying. not no, everyone's gonna what like what saying. I like. I and that's okay. That's I'm what all right said. With that. Um, but like, you played this on your own, Duke. Yeah. So, how did you find the whole sinking shots and stuff? Because I never. That's fine. I actually that. like that because. You know, there's makes the game really easy for us. Well, it makes it easy, and it's it's what I like. You know, like I, I, it's it's a little bit of strategy, but it's also you know I would do the thing where I would only have if I had f- three people in my squad and me, I would only have them sync up two shots because I want to take the other people out. So it allows yeah. you to let the AI do some work, and they're not completely useless like the AI in a lot of games are. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's no, just uh, yeah, it's an interesting. Uh, I, I love game it. of I the really year. Like my game, game of the year. year. And I, like I said, I know that not everyone's going to share that, and I'm okay with that. But I just thought it was really well done. Yeah. So. Uh, now, I wonder what Chini's game of the year. Who knows what this could be? Well, it might be a surprise. Oh, look, it, I queued up Ghost Recon Wildlands, but I didn't transition uh, it on LBS like that. Oh, uh, no. You could pretend that was your game of the year. 
Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> so, my game of the year might shock you a little bit. Uh-oh. Yeah, sure it will. You want a drum roll? <laughs> yeah. It's Call of Duty World War Two. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's fucking PUBG, man. PUBG! What else is it going to be? PUBG for life, motherfuckers. And it's out as a full release now, so it counts, doesn't it? So it totally counts. Totally counts. Polygon gave it a 10 out of 10. Damn. There you go. Bitch. I mean, I'll be honest, from the little bit I've played, I can see the addiction to this game. Every time... I love really simple design right and when you say to people like like the switch right it's a fucking mobile console you plug it into your tv it goes on your tv it's like the nintendo are not the first people to have that idea right no it's it we thought of it before but they implemented it and made it really simple PUBG is the hunger games <laughs> which is a re- which is a really simple idea and it, like, I can't. The, the thing that baffles me about um, PUBG is that how, why it took fucking so long to get that that game done. Like, The Hunger Games came out in what 2012, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And why only mods picked up on it and nobody just went, "Hey, we should make this to a fucking game." I don't know. So why it took this long, I have no idea. But it's so simple. It's it's brilliant, and um, it's I've had so much fun playing uh, this game, and and the last week or so I've been playing a lot solo, trying to get this chicken dinner, and it's a different game solo, but the the fun is definitely co-op and squads because it's just funnier, and um, yeah, I mean I got two chicken dinners. Uh, in the last two days, because I was playing with duos and stuff, but yeah, it's just it's just better when when you yeah, play. Can I can I just correct you though? I, I do need to make a correction at this point. Uh, I think you'll find this is more based on a film called Battle Royale. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, it, it, you know, it is, it, it, it's the same thing. You but are I, technically I, I, correct. The best yeah, kind of came correct. out a long time before. I know, I know, I know, I know. But but like the reason why I, I say Hunger Games is because when I'm explaining it to people. Right. Yeah. I, I say. But they even the call game? it just a bit, just a bit. But they even call it the, a battle uh, royale. Stu, that phrase has been around since goddamn ancient game. Rome. Right. But when I explain to people that are not in the video game culture or may not have seen battle royale, I say they're more likely to have seen Hunger Games than battle royale. That's true. It's true, I guess. So when I say when I say to uh, Simeon's wife. Natalie, who has no fucking idea what uh, <laughs> PUBG is, she says. She says, "Oh, it did you know Simeon was enjoying that game?" And I was like, "Yeah." She says, "What is that game?" I says, "Have you seen the Hunger Games?" And she said, "Yes." I said, "It's basically that." And she went, "Oh, that seems cool." And you know, so like, I, I'm yeah, but Shinny, you had a responsibility in that moment to tell her that she's an idiot because she doesn't know. You did. And and what what do you do? What are you saying that the people who listen to our show are idiots? Yes. No. I'm just, I say that every week. That they wouldn't know what Battle Royale is. Is that what you're, you're saying? purposely trying to get a rise there, Mr. <laughs> just say, just say. Uh, can I just also mention 
at this point that one of the iconic moments in the film Battle Royale is when one of the contestants gets given a frying pan as a weapon. And obviously that's a very iconic thing. Yeah, obviously, Chinny, that's iconic. Come on, what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. It's you. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Right. Because my game of the year is way better than whatever shit you're going to pick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just a fact. And and the the, the other thing yeah. is, I, I it's it's such a good game to stream as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I could again. I can see that because it is. It does get quite interesting once the number of people left starts to go down, doesn't it? Yeah. No. It's just. It's just. It's such a good game to stream. Um, when it gets down to the top twenty, I get so ner- the the buzz that you get is ridiculous. And and Fraser says he gets more nervous watching me play than he does when he plays. And it's just a, I've really enjoyed streaming well, it. I, I mean, actually- the funny thing about Fraser is he spent hours watching this game before he bought it. Then he bought it, didn't really like it as much. The, to yeah. begin sold it back, got a refund, watched it a lot more, and then bought it again, didn't he? And then he got into it. I think it's yeah he got into it and then I came shortly afterwards or I'm not sure what brought him back um I'm not sure what brought him back I don't know if I brought him back or he, he played it and I and I joined to him I'm not sure but it was that it was it was there's basically always four of us that I play with there's there's me Kev uh Fraser and and Sean who we all play together and there are other people there's Mark Annix as well and and stuff like that but those are the main and a real kahuna how can I forget Neil Neil is one of my favorite um players on PUBG because uh he he always like he Neil's the guy that never fucking sticks with the group like he's always behind all the time all right and he's like oh like come on Neil come on Neil and he's like what the fuck are you doing over there and he never he never parachutes together he always like stays behind. Like, everybody's like okay we're gonna go north now and Neil's still in the house looting away trying to pick stuff and he's always the biggest moaner as well I love Neil by the way but he's always yeah. the one he's always the one going I can't fucking find anything la 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 <laughs> and, it, it, and, and oh, it's just brilliant it's, and Sean's always the one that shoots first and asks questions later uh Fraser's always the one trying to compose everybody and, and he gets really mad when people don't follow, like, you know, like, come on, we've got to do this. What, his orders, is he, is he like the general ordering it's, you it's, all about? He doesn't necessarily make the decisions all the time, but he gets mad when we don't play professionally. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> he gets mad when we we don't take it seriously uh, and, and, and act like a team. Fraser's happy when we all act like a team. Exactly. Um, Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Go for it. Uh, so, so all these other people have they all had solo chicken dinners now? Yes. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Must mm-hmm. make I don't think he's gonna let it go, about. dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad luck, man. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, sorry to put a down, put a downer on it now. I've now I feel a bit bad. I just want to check though. Hang on a second, Chinny. I just want to check something. Have you ever gotten a kill in this game, Chinny? <laughs> you uh, have, haven't you? I, many. All right. many. I ain't got a bet on this. Many. Oh, no, but you're going to make take the piss out of everybody else, but when it comes to yourself... Uh, Not everybody, just Chinny. Just Chinny, to, to be honest. In fact, today alone, I got a fantastic kill today. And it was well, so you don't have to brag about it. I mean, Stu feels bad enough. Yeah. Did it lead to a chicken dinner solo, though? Did, did that happen? Oh, not a solo, because I was playing in duos. So. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. 
It was a good kill, but it was for naught. Yeah. Really. Mm. Never mind. Have you no, had any seconds? The kill is this week? satisfying you, by itself. There's no need for that. I've got I've got second and third. Yeah, yesterday I got second and third. Not first, though, is it? No, it's not first, Stu. No. It's not, it's not though, is it? No. 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 Never mind. Never mind. I don't think I'll be doing anything ridiculous at EGX this year anyway. I think I'm fairly safe. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to come and visit you on New Year's Day. I think I'm going to now. Uh, I'm not going to now. Is no, that it? no. Wow. I, might, I might leave the show now, Stu. You've offended me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry. That's funny. Sorry, funny. you wait to you. I can't wait to talk about your game of the year. It's gonna be good. Right. No, do you know what though? Right, joking aside, joking yeah. aside, I really do hope you get it. I do because I want to just be stupid at EGX. So you know, I can be, I can do stupid anyway. But at least I've got an excuse to do stupid. I want to do it so I can just move on with my life. <laughs> I know, yeah. I just yeah you can like finally say you've done it, and and that's I can out just of the way. Relax then. I can play something else. Like I feel like I haven't completed the game until I've done it. Yeah, that is like the completion of the game, isn't it? Really? It is. Yeah, <laughs> I've got. I've got. Chicken. Yesterday, I got a so I got a duo chicken dinner. Today, I got a duo chicken dinner, and I think yesterday I got a squad chicken dinner. Like chicken dinners aren't that like. I mean, they're still great, and they're still like a big buzz when you get them. But like when you first play the game, they they feel very unachievable. But the problem I have now is when I do a solo chicken dinner, I just get so nervous when I get. Uh, to the top five, I just start shitting myself. And when I got ner- when I get nervous, I get really cold. Uh, my hands get really cold. Yeah, so I, I, know- I reckon this is. I think you're clamming up, man. I think this is a trouble. Yeah, I think I. And I for the I, calmest I, person I know, that's probably hard to do. I think I choke. I always seem yeah. to choke, and I always seem to make a really bad decision at last minute. Like the the one that wounded me was when I I, I had him. The the person that. Uh, I, I should have killed him, the, the the chicken dinner. I should have got him. Um, but no, I, I, I didn't do it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It might be this one that I'm watching now, actually. Uh, it, it might be this one. I'm not sure. But yeah, there's one chicken where I just, I, I should have done it. Uh, but I didn't. Yeah. I mean, like you say, it is a numbers game. And probably once you do it, you'll probably get a few more. Because it's that initial doing, not choking up, isn't it? Once you've got that initial one, you won't be as nervous the next time. No. So, yeah, I'm sure you'll do it. I am sure you'll do it eventually. I'm we'll sure see. it'll happen. Sure it'll happen. And let's remember, let's remember, this game cost you £800. It did. Lest we forget. It did. <laughs> this was a very expensive game for you. So when I when I play it and go, am I playing this too much? I think about that 800 quid that I spent and go, exactly. no, I'm not playing it enough. I'm getting my money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting my money's worth. Right, that, I guess it's over to me for my game of the year then. Yeah. yeah. My game of the year. And it was a hard decision. Even even whilst we've been doing the show, I was, you know, seesawing depending on, you know, what it was going to be. You want a drum roll? Um, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, it had to be. I don't know why, but it had to be this, and it's what remains of Edith Finch. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, I did not expect that. I think it is. Um, What did you think it was going to be? I don't know, but I didn't expect that. There you go. That's a good thing, I guess. I guess. Um, But, yeah, what remains of Edith Finch, and I think it's because out of every game I've played this year, that's probably the most 
the game that I've been most emotionally connected to. Yeah. And I think that's what it is for me for games, really. It's about the story, the narrative, and how it affects me emotionally, you know? And... Uh, we play games for very different reasons. We do, it's true. I don't think that's a bad thing at all, you know. Variety is the spice of life, as they say. Um, but I think, I think what, what I think is great about What Remains of Edith Finch is that it is the perfect walking simulator to an extent. I think that they've taken what's come before, you know... And they've sort of finessed it to a point where they've got that bit of balance of gameplay and story in a way that makes it still interesting to play. Do you know what I mean? I don't know uh, what the fuck I'm watching right now, Stu. It's just a fucking... It's interesting. <laughs> hard to hard wow. to describe. Hard to de- it's hard to describe out of context. What you're seeing on the screen now is hard to describe out of context with the actual game itself. Um, but what's kind of cool about Edith Finch is that it's this hyper-real fantasy game where it's about, it's, it's, you know, it's a tragedy game at the end of the day. You, you know, you're playing the last moments of all of these people's lives, you know, all that are part of the same family and they believe that the family's cursed and if you're part of this family, you're going to die and probably not in a good way. And I think I think that was kind of cool about the game, and it's it's a sad game. It is a sad game, but it's also a game with a little bit of hope at the end. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's what made it very cool, very clever, great art style, and just really well written and really interesting characters. Did Good. you play this, Duke? Nope, not yet. I mean, I would like to. I'm curious. Um, I'm not dying to play it yet, but. You know, I mean, I, there are some, look, there are some good walking simulators, there are some mediocre walking simulators, there are some bad walking simulators. I think that the genre as a whole used to attract me just by itself. It didn't need something, you know, it didn't have to prove itself. I would just be like, ooh, this is, you know, I trust that somebody who goes to the effort to make a game that's nothing but walking around is not going to waste my time with a bad story. Well, Dear Esther cured me of that shit, didn't it? Yeah, but dear, let's be honest. Dear Esther was the first of this kind, really. I know. I'm just so that, saying. That was. I mean, let's be honest. They were kind of coming up with a whole new genre that no one had ever done before. Eh, Mist kind of did it the same way, except that it wasn't. You know, you don't have puzzles to no, solve. No, Mist. Dear Mist was an out-and-out puzzle game, but it did have. No, it wasn't. It was a lot of people hated Mist because they were like, "Where's the puzzles?" And they didn't realize the environment was the puzzle. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I agree with you to an extent, but it's not. I don't. I, I just think that we can easily lose our minds congratulating Dear Esther for what they did. Anyway, the point is, Dear Esther was deliberately obtuse. It was deliberately mysterious and weird and shit. The point is that I believe that What Remains of Edith Finch is probably good. I'm I'm interested to play it. But I'll tell you, the experiences I've had, like with um, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, made me more judicious about how quickly I'm going to run into this sort of game. That's all. I guess. I guess. I mean, I, I mean, I'll a hundred percent recommend this game to anybody who likes this sort of thing. You know, if you haven't got around to playing this game yet, then what about me, you, you don't really like walking simulators though, do you? I like gone home. 
Yeah, I mean, you may like this. It's more gamey than than sort of Gone Home. You know, there's more gamey elements in this game. You have to shoot people. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't, but people do die. People do die. In fact, nearly everybody you play as dies. Well, that's good. (laughs) Now I'm interested. (laughs) You know, in weird and wonderful (laughs) ways. Is there a blue circle that encloses on you? No, there isn't. No, Mm. there isn't that I'm aware of. Uh, I just think it's a really, really cool story. I mean, I've played through this three times now, wow. uh, probably this year. Uh, and one of those times, Millie played it. So I watched Millie play it as a sort of observer rather than a player. And, um, yeah, she played the whole game in one sitting, which I was kind of impressed with. Yeah, I, now, didn't, like, uh, I didn't like Firewatch as much as I thought I would. Does that an indication of... No, it, no, this is a much better game than firewatch as as far as story goes right it's a much better it's more coherent and it's got a, a definite beginning middle and an end mm. you know what i mean so it's kind of got everything wrapped up in that it's, it's definitely a more sort of structured story yeah and it's just cool it's just a cool story so yeah, I totally, totally recommend it. And there's some nice surprises, nice references to other stuff. You know, so there's a lot of Easter egg type stuff in it. It's just good. It's just really, really, really good. Every time you play PUBG, it's a different story about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you definitely don't get that with Edith Finch. But it is my game of the year because it is such a good story. Um, and it's quite, it's, it's quite touching, you know, some of the stuff that you find out about the family and... What happened to these people? You know, it's uh, it's kind of it's just cool, it, and it's like I think one of my favourite things about the whole of Edith Finch, you know, apart from the cool storytelling, is just the house itself because it's just fantastical. You know, this this house could not exist in the real world because physics would dictate that it would fall down because it's sort of rooms built upon rooms built upon towers and they just sort of keeps going up and up and up well in the real world that's that bit would just fall off the side of this house because it's not supported by anything Mm. but it just looks so cool it's just it's almost really cool like if you were a kid this is the sort of house you would want to explore because there's secret passages and levers and doorways that you don't know are there you know what i mean it's like it's almost like the line, the witch in the wardrobe type territory. You know, you're walking, going around this house and there's all these secret compartments and stuff. And it's just cool for that. Just for that very reason, it's cool. Why is there carpet in the bathroom? Uh, do you see, there's a story to that. There's a story, Chinny. There's a story. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, it was pretty, you know, someone liked pink, I guess. Uh, but just have the, a pink know, floor. Just have a pink lionel floor. <laughs> you know, but... I don't know. I can only tell you it's well. It's just a cool, cool game, and uh, yeah, I would just recommend it to everyone to play. So there you go. That's it. And I think that's it. Is that it for all our that's games? That's it. That's it. That's it. We're done. Shit. That's it. We're so done. Just to, re- just to recap, just to recap. Uh, Duke's game of the year was. It sure was. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. It uh, yeah, it was um, Ghost Recon Wildlands. There you go. Ghost People are going to think I'm crazy. That's okay. I'm all right with that. Yeah. And of course, Chini, yours was... The Secret of Doreen Boswell. 
Cook G for life. And, uh, and mine, of course, was What Remains of Edith Finch. So there you go. Game of the Year, done. That's it. That's Game it. So uh, how do you reckon 2018 uh, is going to shape up? Do you think we're going to have as many great games as we have this well, year? Well, I can, I can do my game of the year now for 2018. Are you ready? Yeah, what is it? it? No. Ask me the question. What's, What's your what's game of the year for next game year? Game of the year, man. Oh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah. Best game ever. Duh. Of course it is. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? So Why wouldn't it, it be? So we, we, we've saved time, really. I don't need to turn up for next year's game of the year. You can just re- just splice that out. But are you... Are <laughs> yeah, you gonna... just cut and paste it into next year's show. Job you don't done. need to turn up, but will you be turning down? Turn down for what? <laughs> when you turn down, Duke, you have to ask, you have to ask yourself, what are you turning down? What are you down? turning down for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2 is the only game that I care about. Yeah. That's well, it. so far, maybe you'll it. find more things you care about. Yeah, this time last year, I didn't even know PUBG existed. PUBG for life! There you go. And now it's my favourite game. Almost. Exactly. Almost. Of all Something time. might come next year to catch you out. PUBG is, I think about my favourite games of all time. And PUBG is now definitely in the top 10. I'm not what sure. About, the what about God of War? That's coming next year. Fuck God of War. Fuck God of War. Who I mean, it'll be good, but it's not going to be... It'll be good. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I play Horizon Zero Dawn, I reckon I'll like it. But it's not going to be, like, one of the best games I've ever played. Whereas PUBG yeah. is, without a doubt, one of the best games I've ever played. That is true. That is true. Uh Yes. I think we've gone on for long enough. I think, I think we, we have. have. I think we have. I think we have. So we will save. So don't bother sending those in again, people, those two people who sent those this week, um, which was Mr. Steve. So I'll give him a shout out for taking the time to send them in. Um, Procrastinator Fabulous has done us a quiz, but it'll have to wait till next week. Well, oh, snap. Yeah. But we will do them next week. So thank you very much for sending those. Just uh, wait. And this uh, is it. This is wait. the last episode this year, isn't it? It is the very last episode of the year. Are you going to publish yeah. it this year, though? Or are you going to publish I it? I might do, do New Year's Day. You never know. You never know. That's next around. year. That's next year. Oh, yeah. New Year's Eve, then, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and that's it, I guess. So just some quick shout outs and we'll get the hell out of here. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you listening. Where's the sound effect for that thing? Oh, yeah, here it is. It's time for a shout-out. Hey! Who's starting? Um, yeah, who's going to go first? Go I'll, ahead, uh, well, I'll go first. I'll go first. Yeah, why not? That's what I'm going to do. Um, I guess I'm just going to do a, a general thank you to everybody who supported the show this year with all the speak pipes and the emails and... You know, we watch us live every week on Twitch and Mixer and YouTube. Uh, all the people that have supported Chinny and he's streaming because I've been a bit shit. I, I haven't done a whole lot of streaming, but Chinny's done a whole ton of that shit. And there's quite a lot of people have, you know, watched him play and done all that stuff. So, you know, just a general shout out to everybody who listens, who downloads the show and all that kind of stuff. I don't know what else to say. It's just been a great year. I think we've had a great year for the show, great year of games, and loads of lovely people have listened in. And, yeah, 
Shout out Do we to get any Blood entrances for the PUBG code? Nope. I don't even remember anything coming. <laughs> so, I don't know. Okay. Who wants this fucking PUBG code for the Xbox? There you go. Yeah. Right you into go. the show and ask for it. Yeah, you've got to send an email, though. You can't just have it. You've got to go to veteran.co.uk, go to contact and say, I want it. And then I'll pick a random first one. First person. Or it could be first person you can be asked to do it. If it's the first person, uh, no, because the, some people are listening live and all that sort of stuff. So, no. No, whatever. You can Who win. Picks? If you don't have PUBG on the Xbox One and you have an Xbox One and you think, fuck me, I you love You want to play with Chini. You want to play Chini's, with him. Chini's always correct and he's always bang on. And I like Chini. He's a good guy. Um, tell you what, I'm going to give this PUBG a go. Well, you can have it for free. There you go. There you go. Right. Uh, over to you, Duke. Yeah, I'd like to shout out Sumu for giving me this awesome coaster planet, planet coaster, whatever it is. Uh, Antonio, I know you've been busy and dealing with stuff, but hopefully we'll play some uh, Rugger League soon enough. And uh, everybody who showed up on a Friday to listen to us record rather than the usual Sunday. Um, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us and uh, everybody who's been listening in and uh, those who listen on the podcast but for whatever reason can't get in touch or don't get in touch, um, that's okay. We love you too. So thank you for listening and being our friends. Thank you for next, being our friends. The next time we record is on the 7th of January. Yeah, that. Wow. Uh-huh. Should be pretty interesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. Yes. There you go. Coolio. Is that it? Are we done? That's it. I think we're, we're done. done. Let's get the hell out of here then. Thanks for Bye. listening, everybody. Outro, outro song. <laughs> the end of the show. You fucking pricks. Turn the podcast off. Oh, wait. You don't need to do that because it'll turn off when it ends. Why don't you listen to another podcast? You ungrateful fuckers. <laughs> Happy oh, New no. Year. Yay. Yay. Happy New Year, everybody. The Drunk Card, Procrastinate Fabulous, Reclusive Fox, Baron Von Glower. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Yeah. Happy New yeah. Year. Yeah, the drunkard right at the top of the show. Uh, Say, so did anyone enjoy rem- what remains of Edith Finch? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Some people yeah. did. Well, you didn't, but I did. Uh, I haven't played it. I don't know. Maybe it's awesome. Yeah, Maybe know. I'm going to love it. It is awesome. Probably of course, not. It's my game of the year because, of course, it's awesome. Of course. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. That's it. Guess we're done. I guess we're done. done. I can hit done. stop on this recorder now. <laughs>